We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. What is up, Insomniacs? Welcome to another episode of Can't Sleep, Won't Sleep. As always, brought to you by Bucket of Wind. I'm Cameron. I'm Mason. Matt, and we're live. Dun, 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 dun. I'm super excited for the show today because we have a giant slate of topics. This week has been absolutely crazy on the internet. So many things going wrong, so many things going right, so many things in between. A but lot. Let's, but let's get into it. The first story we have today, dude, I fucking blew my top at this. I could not, I literally. I looked through five different versions of this article because I thought it was onion or click hole or something of that sort because it was that ridiculous. So apparently there's this Monterey Bay Aquarium in California. It's in Monterey, California, and they do all these cute tweets. They probably have like a really young plucky chick who runs their social media. You know, she's a social media manager and she throws in a bunch of memes. That's not her. <laughs> no, that's not her. Thank that is God. One thick otter. It's yeah. a it's a bunch of meme speak uh, accompanied with an animal picture okay. to bring in business, and their most recent post caught the ire of the internet. Uh-huh. And it literally is this picture of an otter. If you guys are watching the video podcast and not on iTunes, we have it up on the monitor for you guys listening on iTunes. You can come check it out. And the caption reads thus. Abby is a thick girl. Ah. What an absolute unit. <laughs> she chunk. Unit. Look yeah. at the size of this lady. Oh, Lord, she coming. Another internetism. And basically, it's just a bunch of like. That's awesome. Yeah, it's a bunch of like fat memes. It's a thick with two C's. I knew the two C's. I bet you she has a great personality. So immediately. <laughs> I, I want to meet the zookeeper. <laughs> now, what, what do you think happened when this tweet was. It was posted. Can she cook? Oh, my fucking God. <laughs> I don't know what you mean. What happened? So the Monterey Bay Aquarium caught a ton of flack. Oh, my God. For it's fat f- shaming. Uh, they're f- using <laughs> they're uh. using terms that are usually assigned to overweight women, and they're saying that it's derogatory, relating thick? them to animals. So BBO? I thought thick was a good thing. BBO? Oh, what, big, BBW, you mean? No, no, oh, BBO. Big, beautiful otter. Big, beautiful otters. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> You know, there's probably a site like that. Yeah, uh, that's it's nasty. <laughs> I gotta believe the internet has that. No, but I thought thick with two C's was a good thing. It's a good thing. Absolute <laughs> unit hilarious. You remember that guy in the, it's a British picture of no. this man in a, in a painfully undersized suit. And it's, he's literally, it's like, um, it's like the absolute unit guy. He's, he was hanging out with the queen. Well, we'll see what happens. I typed in. Type in absolute unit guy. Thick guy? Thick guy. Don't type in thick guy. <laughs> it's just two Cs. There's no K at the end. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but can you guys fucking guy believe meme? this? Thick guy meme? No, no, no. It's absolute, it's absolute unit. unit meme. Oh, absolute unit? Yes. But, dude, can you fucking believe it? Oh Getting busted for fat shaming an otter? And they actually had to apologize. They posted like a two paragraph long like apology and they were so sweet about it. And they're like, well, we didn't know the connotation of the terms we were using. Give me a fucking break. I don't understand. Man, there's a range of pictures for thick guy. Are you talking about this one? It's absolute unit. You keep saying thick guy. It's the guy. It's the guy in the suit. There it is. This one? Yep. That's it. Oh, what are you? (laughs) It is an absolute unit of a man. Wow. He literally looks <laughs> I'm like... I'm in awe of the size of this He spot. is a, quite a happy fellow behind the queen. Oh, there he is next to the queen, and he yeah. dwarfs her. Yeah. 
But is it okay to make fun of people? Isn't isn't it okay to do these things? They're talking about a fucking otter. This isn't even that. This isn't like they're clowning Amy Schumer, you know. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Are you calling her a... I'm calling her Thick. fat. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh Lord, she oh, comes. No, come on, she's pretty, pretty fat. Whoa. So the aquarium literally, t- uh, they tweeted a multi-part apology, what? saying it was a learning moment for them, and said it really? was unaware of the connotations associated with the memes, and it said it drew on offensive, racist stereotypes. Oh please! So like the Oh Lord, she coming meme is like from stand-up specials. Okay, it's about- a fucking otter. It That's what I'm saying. It, they're joking about the otter. It has nothing to do with how these jokes are, the connotations these jokes have. And I guarantee have. you the people who are upset about this are getting offended on behalf of other individuals, and that's fucking sad. It's it's ridiculous. Or it's another wave of those fat chicks trying oh, to stave off bad Amy names. Schumer for us now? <laughs> I can't help it. Oh, mm. dude, just type in Amy Schumer leather and prepare your puke bucket. But holy shit, dude. Yeah, she's a thicken. So then we saw a ton of people. There was actually, thankfully now, I feel like the internet's kind of primed <laughs> for these things. And Count Dankula. Oh, shit, dude. Come on. Come on. Oh, God. Don't, no, come on. I disagree. Uh, I disagree. You disagree? I you disagree? She's pretty. Oh, it looks like Jesus. she holds the belief that mayo can go on anything. <laughs> oh, man. Mason being kind of harsh. I was going to say, what if, dude, let's focus on the otter, man. I'm sorry. You kept pulling up talking about things. Yeah, yeah. I think that the biggest thing here is that people are literally getting offended at the aquarium making fun of an otter to draw in business to improve the life of the otter. Mm. What do you mean? How? Who does this hurt? How many? How many likes and how many views did they get? It's just a bunch of. Oh, people it went viral. Oh, I did. So, hey, man. Like I said, though, the internet is kind of primed against this stuff now. But Count Dankula himself, the guy who taught his pug to do the Nazi salute. Oh, really? Not gonna actually. I, w- I won't mime it. Yeah, don't do that. But the someone it, will screenshot that fucker. I was gonna it'll screen be grab ever. it. It'll be on Vox every fucking where. But oh, yeah. he taught his dog to Sig Heil, and he kind of picked up on this, and he was like, you know, this perfectly sums up the year. All the internet and media explosions. Now we're actually getting mad at someone for making fun of an otter on the 2018 internet. 2018 has just been shit. Yeah, but it, you know what's it's great about shit. that? I'd give her a race because you know what? We never even heard of this fucking aquarium in the middle of fucking nowhere. No, they made her apologize. No, no, but in if it was in my office, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. what I would do, great fucking job. I'd slide a pile of fucking cash over her because you know what? The world is showing up the next week to see the fucking otter. And you know what? You put a sign up in front of it going... This is the otter we thickly apologized for. You know what I'm saying? Right in fucking front of it. Yeah, I would. Here's the thing, though. I'd fucking own it. Do you think the person that tweeted out this otter like joke? Do you think they hate fat people? Do you think they want a lampoon? It's just selfishness. People need to assess intent. Well, it's not even that. You know. You know what really sucks? You got to take into effect in into case that it's she didn't do it with a racist intent. People are already skewed with a racist intent in their minds and took it the wrong way. Racist. I would say more sexist. Sexist, racist, racist, previous opinion about something. I don't know. I don't know why the accusation is already on the tip of their tongue. That's my well, thing. That's what but I'm they saying. See, they see primed to judge things as being sure. sexist or racist. Absolutely. And I'm, like, it, that should not be your predisposition to be like, you know what? That's pretty sexist. Like, why are you viewing everything in this sexist, nox, not sexist well, scope? It shouldn't be. What that. really sucks is we, we can't go from uh, binary. Sh- just having fun 
We just can't have fucking so, fun. They just can't talk about the otter and have a fucking fun. It's a time. fucking thick otter, okay? Chanda, you know? it's a thick otter. Chanda Prescott Weinstein, who was like the main driver against it, said, I'm certain that Monter Monterey Monterey? Monterey. Monterey Aquarium. Monterey. Monterey. Wow. Jesus Christ. It's I'm okay. Certain Go ahead. That Monterey Aquarium didn't realize that they are basically comparing black women to animals Whoa. by using Ave, which is Ebonics. You're fucking insane. Ave is African American vernacular English, developed to talk about black women's bodies to describe an animal, but that's pretty bad. That's not what they're doing. At so all. The, her tweet caught a lot of like support. From people. That's utter bullshit. And that's what then. Utter bullshit. <laughs> that's <laughs> utter, utter bullshit. Is <laughs> utter bullshit. She's just using a story to try yeah. to gain some popularity. It's more and traction. And that's fucking sad. And you know Dude, what's I really was going to say, this chick is more of a clout seeker than Kanye. It's ridiculous. And that's saying something. Well, if you haven't heard anything in a while, she was probably surfing the web going, what can I fucking jump exactly. on? Exactly. What can I fucking how jump can on? can I spin this to say that they're making fun of black people and I can use my victim Well, it's not even that. Just how can I just get my name in the fucking press again? That's what she's doing. It's you know, that's all she's fucking so trying then, to do. Then all the people who were talking shit about them took a chance to praise the aquarium. Because exactly. they, they said they bent. It's literally them thanking them for bending to the mob mentality. No, I'm Once again. So the, Once they said, again. hey, thanks for giving such a good example of how to listen and respond to this type of criticism. It's okay to admit making a mistake and it's learning from it. It's not a mistake. It. And it's much better than doubling down. Double I think down. you should have doubled Double. down. Because it's bullshit. We're making fun of otters. How many dumb dog tweets have these yeah. bitches probably retweeted? Let's Okay, they're not bitches. How, wow. These ladies retweeted. I think it's ridiculous. They're it's not even hey. ladies who retweet. They Everybody They are retweets. acting like bitches. Wow. How many dog memes have we seen where the dog's like making a silly face and it's like, bring amper lamps. And people are like, oh, that's hilarious. And I'm that, not even talking about that one. What and about that, the one that saying goes, is taken from... Bacon! Like, sorry. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> but that meme was taken from, like, uh, like uh, an old drunk lady yep. talking at a concert. Like, uh, like, what are we doing now, guys? What are we doing? Are they you, need are, to get over this stuff. It's Yeah, ridiculous. but are you just now catching on? Give me a break, man. Well, I thought that it's we It's fucking par thought, for the course for the year. Yeah, I thought that between human interaction... Yeah. We're talking about a fucking otter, and you're trying to attribute... And, and, and I'll tell you what. Adjectives regarding an otter to it's, someone making fun of probably, black women? Are you shitting me? It's probably some it's poor. It's a thick ass otter. It's it's appreciate it for what it is. And not only that, it's probably some poor person who's just doing a minimum wage job. That's what I said. Who who or their boss asked him, "Hey, can you post something on social media for us?" It's definitely a plucky oh twenty something who's like, "I think this is cute." And it is. It is cute. It's fucking cute as it shit. Is cute. Look at that otter. Let's let's not overread into things. Yeah, let's not. Let's, oh lord, that's a thick ass otter. Yeah. What an absolute unit. I mean, and the body is five times the size of its head. Look, so. I know. Never, I think it's, never skip it's healthy. Ne- never skip. It's head healthy. Day, God, otter. Look you at know, that. it God. shows how like that's where the people's how people's minds are wired now. It's this you're, you're wired to take the most offense possible. You know, like oh, how could this be related to something that I care about? Fuck you! How dare you bring up these things? And it's like, well, yeah, the more offended you are, the more power you have in the situation. And you want you want people to to apologize to you, you know? Yeah, and wasn't thick it's like more a, attention? Thick was a good thing. Like she chunk, like all those things were used to affectionately describe women. I thought thick with two C's yeah, that's like a good hip to waist ratio. You know, she's got a like thick asses is is where that's derived from now. <laughs> Dude, you're like the Urban Dictionary. You're breaking again scientific scientific nation terms. Adjective. Breaking it down for us. But the next topic we have is along the same line of insane questioning and logic. 
PewDiePie's Wall Street Journal scandal. Oh, yeah. It happened again. So I'll, I'll lay this out for everyone and fast forward because I'm sure undoubtedly you've heard about it at this point. But PewDiePie is getting crazy a crazy amount of attention right now because of the T-Series feud, trying to battle for the number one spot on YouTube. So he had a ton of eyes on him. So he's like, you know what? I'm going to take this opportunity to give back to the community, help other channels out that I like. So he listed 28 channels that he liked on YouTube and gave him a quick shout out. And one of them was this channel called ER, who posts video essays. And in his video essays, he had some anti-Semitic rhetoric and or jokes and material, right? So then Vox, Wall Street Journal, all these publications start saying that PewDiePie supports anti-Semitism. Just because they were able to find it in some of ER's videos, they related it back to PewDiePie and said he's championing these ideas. Right. And that he's leading, I think the quote from the Wall Street Journal that fucking like sent me off was that they said he was shepherding nine-year-olds to the alt-right. It makes no sense. If anything, Did they really write he's that? More of, yes. He's, he's, if anything, he's more mm-hmm. of a progressive thinker, which makes no sense. They said they, they, he would the lead people to the alt-right. And it really seems as though they're just fishing for a story. This is what they always do. And the, here's the thing. He, it's, it's well known that... Print media and especially these online publications have been struggling. So how can you get clicks? How can you get attention? It's all about you go to one of the most famous internet personalities in the world, arguably the the most, most, probably, and you use his name to get clicks. That's basically what they're doing here, shamelessly, because the logic that they're employing is so flawed. So what? You expected PewDiePie for the twenty-eight channels he recommended in his shout-out. Mm-hmm. You want him to go through every one of their videos. Yeah, and know exactly and what they said. And screen all of their And content. not only do that, know what they've said for the past five, five no, eight to ten years. Kevin, so then, Kevin Hart kind of thing. Yeah, so then the Wall Street Journal went through um, ER's videos and they said, well, the, the video you recommended expressly, PewDiePie, had vi- uh, footage from Charlottesville. Like the crash at Charlottesville. But the thing is, no one outside of this country knew what that footage looked like. So he didn't know it was the Charlottesville footage. No one else did. Like... Uh, he he verified it with like five other people in his camp where he was like, Do you, did you know this was the Charlottesville footage? And it's kind of blown up since then because, um, in fact, like a hacker actually hacked the Wall Street Journal. Right. And published uh, an apology to PewDiePie. Oh, are you shitting me? Yeah. So, then so the, they, he hacked into their website. No, no. He didn't hack in. No, a, hacker. a hacker. No, no. I'm, t- so I'm talking about a hacker got into their website and then posted an apology to PewDiePie. PewDiePie. And then they took their entire site down and then brought it back up in like an hour yeah. once the hack was cleared. But holy fucking shit. If, if you can get tapped for stuff like this now, everyone's a Nazi. Everyone, everyone's all right. Everyone's anti-Semitic. If, if you reference someone yeah, but in the past saying, oh, I kind of like some of their content and they've said anything controversial, now you're guilty by association. Yeah, but we've seen this going on for a long time. It's happened with uh, the – Original makers of Rick and Morty had to pull ba- down stuff off. He deleted his page. How many guys have Kevin Hart now? Everybody's deleting their page because of all the stuff they've said a decade ago. He's been accused of being anti-Semitic for silly, baseless things before. I mean, as well. uh, you can't make jokes. You can't. You can't even. There's no. No. Nothing is humor anymore. Nothing. Plus, no. I mean, I think a, the real crux of it falls at what Cameron said. They're just using his popularity and his fame in order oh, to get sure. clicks, and right. they have no issue. They're libeling. generating off of his fame. Yeah, and they have no issue libeling his name, which is just fucking. Well, the scary part is the Washington Journal. Do they pull 70, 70 viewers a day? 
ever? 70 viewers? 70 million viewers. Well, he doesn't pull a day. Oh, wait, 70 million subscribers, right? Yeah, his videos get at least like 4 million views. At least. And he posts daily. So think about that. Think about a TV show daily getting 4 million views. That would be the number one show on television. It would be the number one show on television. That's unheard of. It is unheard of. So, of course, they're going to piggyback, especially when you look at, like, I think Polygon's market share was – their shares were down so much in their stock that the company was in crisis. They had to lay off, like, branches of the company. That's a brick and mortar. That's So I can totally see why companies now are kind of – Trying to like label him badly, get clicks, but this level is ridiculous. Now we've yeah. now we've gone to before it used to be stuff you said in the past. Now it's stuff you, people you've recommended or you know anyone you know yeah. anyone you've anyone associated you've interacted with, with at interacted. This point. Now yeah. you're responsible for whatever they say, and I, that is mind boggling to me. It makes yeah. no sense. What is that? And to say he's all right, he's a apolitical figure, largely. Well, you know what that's he's just he doesn't it. address he's it. He's in it for the memes. And the one time he did anything remotely political, it was a meme where he burned a pinata of Donald Trump during one of his vlogs. Well, well, and it was a joke. It also goes back to the fact that they're running out of material. They are. Like, the like real issue. first it's an otter, you know, and we gotta get some traction. We haven't had our name up up in lights in a little while. And now they're picking out some uh, one of the leading people on YouTube, something he recommended, somebody else, you know, put up, and now they're also, you know, now they're trying to latch on to that. I mean, Absolutely. it just goes to show it's a slow fucking news day. I agree with you completely. I think it has nothing to do with PewDiePie's content. No, it, they'll find a way to to spin it somehow. Uh, yeah, and they'll make a story out of it. The whole point is he's got his a gigantic name. reach. Yep, and his name means something, and they'll find a way to get clicks off. And of that's it. the only way to do it, because nobody's reading your paper otherwise. I mean, it just goes to show how desperate they are that they're going to search through a video where I'm sure in the description he referenced all of these channels that he enjoys. And they're just going to look through their content and find any little thing. Yeah, but thing. do you enjoy every show from everything you've ever no, listened to? I mean, not. it's fucking absurd. And it, just because you like a couple videos on a channel doesn't mean you endorse all of the no, ideas ever expressed I, by I, that and channel. It's just like an author. I, I mean, I've read a few books from somebody and I don't like the rest of their shit, so I just stop reading it. So if I endorse two books, I've liked everything I've I mean, ever yeah, fucking written. If you really want to go down that rabbit hole, you can exactly. appreciate art from an absolute psychopath. But that has nothing to well, do that's with it. Exactly. Now that's we're, the point now I was Going to. Oh, we're all Nazis. Yeah, exactly. You know? We're all uh, I'll show you in an, that band now. I'll show you an or, original Adolf Hitler, and you'll be like, that's a pretty painting. Well, and I'm like, you don't even have to go that far. Dude. Go to Van Gogh. Hey, he, cut his, he went fucking insane. Cut his ear off. It's like the six degrees of Kevin Bacon, only now it's the six degrees of Nazism. Mm-hmm. So it's like, well, you knew wow. Dave, and Dave knew Tom. You just you and, just associated Kevin Bacon with and, Nazis. And Tom knew Ryan. I, I'm, sure, I'm sure Kevin's not happy. Well, no, I do. <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a joke. Yeah, and Tom knows. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> and Tom knows Ryan, and Ryan once liked an anti-Semitic I, post. I, I, we got, now you're a Nazi. We know it's six degrees of Kevin Bacon. Well, yeah, I was just <laughs> illustrating. No, I, I, I know. It's good. <laughs> but it, 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 th- that one was the most flabbergasting, and it brings me full circle now. Because like, I want to kind of get into what is the point of comedy? And I think we've lost that over the time. Because you look at all these comedians who are getting roasted. These are some of the most liberal people out there. Yeah. Yeah. Like Jim Norton's fairly – he's a liberal guy, but he says reprehensible things because that's how you break down borders. That's that's what I want to talk to. That's how you That's how you really get to understand one another. You have to joke about – you have to because comedy gets your insecurities out there. It gets the stereotypes that you form in your mind of people. What you don't say. Yeah, and it gets both of your stereotypes of each other out there in the open, and then you can both lampoon those stereotypes together and move forward. 
And that's why I think. Oh, okay. I think the James su- Gordon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, guy. I think the, <laughs> Jesus Christ. I think the 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 best thing right now for people who are who are tweeting about making fun of otters, who are making all these salacious articles about PewDiePie, they should watch one movie. Oh, maybe two. You were maybe going on. Two. You were going on about this yesterday. Yes, I think everyone in in the world every year should be mandated to watch either Rush Hour One or Rush Hour One and Rush Hour Two. I think you need to watch both. But and here's why: because it was a movie that was all about togetherness and getting past what you assume the other person is about. Yeah, cultural and racial racial stereotypes. See so of Chris Tucker an LAPD cop who dresses like Shaft in the first sequence of the movie, mm-hmm. literally with the leather jacket and everything, and you have a thick accented Jackie Chan coming over from China as a chief inspector. And their two cultures clash. So fucking hard. That's what the movie's based on. Mm-hmm. And you have all these hilarious scenes where they're just it's it's racial humor, it's gendered humor, it's all of that. And despite all these differences, they become best friends. And it's because of that humor. Exactly. It, it gets that stuff out there in the open so that they can laugh at it and they can realize the stereotypes they had formed in their mind. We're silly. We're silly. They're yeah. not real. Because mm-hmm. you get down to it, they're basically the they're same people. dude. Yeah. And you realize that when they're listening to music on the stereo, he's like, oh, don't touch a... I think he says in the first movie, don't touch a black man's CD player. Yeah. And then the second movie's like <laughs> in the second movie's like, don't touch an Asian man's CD player. Yeah. And it's about uh, pe- uh, people are normal. People have similar tendencies. And that's what comedy used to be about. Are, are you really using rush hour to Yeah. Yeah, genuinely. <laughs> <laughs> I think it is the best. He's illustrating a good point. Because Jerry I Seinfeld just think it's funny. the best thing about the eighties oh, Jer- and nineties yeah. was that Jerry Seinfeld will get up there and talk about stuff that we all hated. Yeah, we all hate airline food. We all hate how small the cups are at the water cooler yep. at the office, and it breaks down those notions we have of each other. And we can just realize that we're all just people. Well, it's not only that. Larry David, you know, the co-writer, it curb your enthusiasm. Everything that's uncomfortable. That's what made that show great. And you know what? Jerry's really like that in real life. He was one of the few guys that actually came to Kevin Hart's defense, and and even said on the internet. And he doesn't give a fuck because he's a billionaire. You know what? I think maybe everybody is uh, overreacting. And you know what? Kevin Hart should tell him to go fuck themselves and not do the Oscars. Yeah, check – like literally watch these movies because we were watching them I think last week. We have this tradition where we watch the whole trilogy through Yeah. every like one or two years just because we love them. They're, they're cheesy action movies. But we were like, holy shit. There's this a lot here. perfectly describes what's wrong with the culture <laughs> right it's, now. It's really relevant Because today. We've, we've stopped making those cultural jokes about each other. You can't. So now the everyone's culture has gotten separate and distant, and we feel like it's this thing that needs to be guarded and protected. Because they came up with that term. I don't, I've never felt togetherness like until I was watching Jackie Chan sitting in his car, like literally bobbing his head back and forth to R&B. It was, yeah, to Snoop Dogg. It was, they were literally yeah, listening but, to Snoop Dogg in his car. And I was like, this is what... America's all about. This is what yeah, comedy's a, all about. Well, it was supposed to be a melting pot. Now you get accused of cultural appropriation. Yeah. And when Chris Tucker is getting into like a like a, a traditional, Asian traditional Asian Chinese yep. suit, yeah. it wasn't about a cultural appropriation. He literally was like, oh, this is dope. It's yeah. about appreciation. Yeah. yeah. We're, we're oh, yeah. I meant, I meant cultural. I literally said cultural appreciation. He thought yeah. it was cool. 
And yeah. I'm like, holy shit. If only we could realize that this is the way we get closer as people. Yeah. Not by going, oh, you can't say that about this. or because it's- He especially was looking forward to that massage with a happy ending. Oh, yeah. Of <laughs> Who wouldn't be? And Heaven on earth. Yes. It's through making and lampooning each other's culture that we realize that it's just that. It's your culture. It's not you. Man, you Us get as people you were a lot of similar. heavy shit tonight. Yeah, and that's what I wanted. So it's a very positive guys, and important. No, no, though. I agree. I agree. Both PewDiePie and the Wall Street Journal alike should sit down together, watch Rush Hour, and become best friends over that hour and thirty uh, minutes. You know what, though? And I, then to double down on the friendship, watch Rush Hour too, because at first, like, legitimately, in the first, it's perfect. It's literally perfect. It's a perfect analogy because in the beginning of the movie, Chris Tucker is actually being racist. Because he has this notion of Jackie Chan, so he's actually making jokes where he's like, oh, get away from me. Like, Do you speak English? Yeah. yeah I know. Right One of those. Just ridiculous shit like that. And it's then it becomes they're joking together, and then it becomes they're best friends. No, no. I've Doing seen synchronized kung fu. Not to mention, if you watch them back to back, which you should, it plays as one long movie because the sequel takes place immediately following the first one. Yeah. I, no, no, no. I'm totally with you, but it's just funny to me. I, I just... I take out that whole conversation. I'd rather be like Jerry Seinfeld and be so rich I can say whatever the fuck I want. You don't even <laughs> have – if we all just make that paradigm shift to rush hour and realize that we're all just no, people. No. That's the thing. We are all just people. So well, that's the message and that rush hour is fucking awesome. So guess what? Otters can be thick. PewDiePie can like someone who's actually an edgelord douchebag and it's not the end of the world. Are you sure? I'm yeah, positive. Trust me. Jackie Chan can enjoy Snoop Dogg, and Chris Tucker can dress in a traditional Asian suit without it being a, without it being a problem. Exactly. Plus, like a lot of black guys that I know love samurai culture, like Chinese culture. Everybody all that. does. Wu Tang Clan. Everybody does. RZA, RZA literally said he wished he was Japanese. It's you cool, know, he man. made the man with the iron fist. I fucking yeah. love that shit, and I just I just wish we could do more of that. And that's what Jim Norton and Jeffrey Ross, all these guys are still doing. But there, I can't believe one person actually tried to sell me on the fact that Jim Norton was alt right, and I'm like, guys, have you listened to him? Have you actually listened to his yeah. radio they show? Don't. Yeah. Obviously, they don't. He's okay. he's a liberal, like, and he's not. It's yeah, not but, even that he's liberal. He just wants people to love each other. That's literally all he wants. Plus, Aren't like, we like overreading and everything? <clears throat> just can't enjoy the fucking comedy. That's I mean, what I'm saying. I know, yeah, but definitely. I mean, God. So guys, think about that next time you're making the jokes. It's about it's about bringing people together. That's all I want to say. And watch Rush Hour. And watch Rush Hour, obviously, because it's the best of the '90s action films. Amazing franchise. But let's get into the fourth topic. This happened to me during this week too. In between watching Rush Hour and being like my, I had to pick up my jaw multiple times reading the, those articles. I noticed something else on TV that is a plague upon us because you know it's the holiday season. So what's the go-to gift for couples? They get fragrances. <laughs> and when you talk about fragrances, the thing that fucking enrages me is that they have the weirdest fucking Come commercials. On. I know which one you're talking so about, too. the one that all especially enrages me. talking about all of them. Jake Gyllenhaal? N- not just Jake Gyllenhaal. That one's fucking bizarre. So Jake, weird. Jake Gyllenhaal, his starts with like him looking in the mirror, like yeah. rubbing his chin, and it ends with him spooning. A little child. This weird biracial child. Yeah. And it's the weirdest scene I've together, ever seen. Together, smelling better. And then you don't even address smell. No, I know. They don't even address smell. I know. Until the fans out, and he just says. And then the it's name like the... Chateau Dior. Yeah, uh, it's smells bizarre. together. And then it's you'll bizarre. see Chris Hemsworth 
literally <laughs> fucking he'll he'll just like be adjusting his cufflinks in one shot and then r- meeting some chick at a party and then within the next frame he's fucking that chick and i'm like what is happening why is there no dialogue did he say anything to her did they just automatically go to his room yeah because everybody thinks if i use that cologne expressly? i think that's what they're yeah because if you use that cologne you're gonna be chris helmsworth and Hemsworth. Then, Hemsworth. Hel- hel- whatever. You're going to be Chris. And you're going to be going back to Chris Helmsworth is where he just exclusively wears helms. Right. Nothing else. Just yep. cock and well, balls well, out. I know. Good for you. That's awesome. <laughs> Sorry, I It's in the Jason, Thor but. extended cut. You got to check it out. But then you have Nellie Portman's where she literally is walking under like palm fronds for, for two minutes. Mm-hmm. I was like, who? Wh- what is happening? I just like the ones where they just have supermodels swimming in pools in the ocean. And that's it. I don't that I don't or Johnny get those Depp either. standing there going. Yeah, Johnny Cologne. Depp, fifty-five as fuck with f- way too many bracelets. Obviously, Cologne. Yeah, is he still a sex symbol? I thought he started doing heroin in France. He's been doing. Heroin. <laughs> like he literally, he looked like a ghoul from Fallout Three the last time they photographed him when he was on tour. Oh, Plus, I remember that picture. What's up with actors getting older and deciding they want to pursue music? I don't know. You, he's always been you, after you music, though, Kiefer man. You Sutherland thinking he's a guitarist he's always had singer. a band. Not, not now you got just sh- recently. Now you got Johnny Depp pretending to tour. And now you have Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman is doing The Man. I think it's called The Music. Oh, look. Like, the fourth thing down is Johnny Depp Cologne. Yeah. You want to smell like cocoa butter kisses. <laughs> Johnny Depp. No, but Hugh Jackman is literally going uh, around doing a show now called The Man, The Myth, The Music, where it's him performing the music from all of his movies in the past. Yeah, but the dude can sing. He's a Broadway Emmy oh, tone, a- Emmy award winner. That. I think it's so weird, weird though. Why, uh, come, why is that weird? That's, come on. Now you're reaching with him. He's one Ooh. of the. No, I'm Hugh sorry. Jackson. Hugh Jackson can do everything. He's yeah. a song and dance guy. He he can sing. There's no doubt about that. Did it hurt though? Did it hurt what? When you slip to your knees, knees to suck, suck off Hugh Jackman? No. <laughs> you can say whatever you want. But the bottom line is he can sing. He can dance. I mean, The Greatest Showman on Earth. You haven't seen that movie? I've seen it. I saw The Greatest Showman, not The Greatest Showman on Earth. Okay. <laughs> oh, so we're going to correct everything I say now so I can't get a point in? No, no, no. You got oh, okay. it. Okay. All right. So uh, is there is there nothing he can't do now? So he's he's been singing forever. He can yeah. do whatever he He's wants, been on Broadway forever. I want forever. to see him as Wolverine. Oh, they're pushing for that. There's a lot can, of play. He can do what he wants, but I reserve the right to fucking clown him for it. It's ridiculous. The dude can sing and dance. He can. You know who can't and tries to sometimes? Russell Crowe. Absolutely. Dude, it hurts my feelings. Oh, come on. He's still a great actor, but he just He can't. definitely is. He can't sing. But, you're fl- but he's hey, another guy. I he's sing. always... I can't sing, but when you try, I'm like, you're flat, bro. That's flat. <laughs> but he's always I barely tried. know what that is, but th- I know that's That's flat. one of those guys, yeah. though. He's had his own band. He's had his own band forever. Stephen Yikes. King had his own band. Had his own band forever. Yeah, I don't want to go see Stephen King try to play. What does he play? Like, sad piano? No, he yes. plays Bob Seger. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. And it's, there's a single spotlight at the top. It just shines down. You, you guys just said. He, he just plays three keys of the you piano can, very slowly. It's not even the piano. He plays. But three. you just said you, you shit on people for anything. And you, and you shouldn't do that. This guy has a hobby. He enjoys playing guitar. We're just kidding. I'm glad he plays music. No, but I, you know I, Stephen King plays the organ. I never said you couldn't make fun of people for the stuff that they did. I think that's perfectly fine. 
Well, Even he, he's Sullen had has a, band. a band and it's fucking ridiculous. Jack Bauer has a band and it's not okay. But he's had it forever. He's been trying to get music going forever. I mean, look at Stephen King. He's had the same band forever. Oh my god, Stephen he King has band. had the same band forever. Look at the lead singer. Dude, that, I know. <laughs> well, but my whole point is, the dude's got more money than fucking Jesus. And if he wants to stand up there and the people come listen to him, why not? Look at Bill Burr plays the fucking drums at the arena before he there, goes on for comedian. I thought Jesus was there. A it looks like Stephen King has terminal cancer, and this was his wish. <laughs> no, no one else is no, lining up to doesn't. see that guy. Look at I his mean, cheeks; he looks filled out there. I mean, oh my god! There's, there he is again, and there he is again. And yeah, I don't. Dude, it looks like he's just doing that for fun. Yeah, sure. but but uh, that's my whole point. Is there something wrong with it? Like Bill Burr, yes. you've heard a million times on his own podcast and on Joe Rogan. He, he goes up there with his buddy, he plays the drums. The other guy plays the guitar, and and they just they carry on and they play with other music. That's yeah, over but he the, does it as a joke. I don't think he's ever serious. I don't uh, think Stephen I, King's serious I, I, about it, is he? I don't think he's serious either. You see him trying to get a record deal? Is he tweeting out, like, just dropped a new album? That's when I have a touring. problem with it. I see him touring, and I see, see him Keith touring, touring really around yeah. the world? Let me tell you really, this. Stephen King touring <laughs> around the world. No, I think he plays in his hometown. Let me tell you I this think much. you're being way over the I top. I saw The Tonight Show with Kiefer Sutherland, yeah. and he sat there. And Conan was kind of fucking with him about his music, and Kiefer got, yeah, got pissed. really. No, I remember hurt. that. He was very defensive about his band, and I was like, "Dude, what's he really? Come on, man! You got really serious in drama scenes on Fox for thirteen years. Like, okay, so he does have a, he does have a band that tours with tour dates. Is the name of the band Kiefer Sutherland? I don't know, but that's yeah, it's Kiefer Sutherland, yeah. Is not playing near you. <laughs> He's playing in Thank Germany. Thank God, dude. Yeah, but you know what? You're right. So he is on tour, and he is trying. But you know what? He's got money. Well, he can do whatever down, the fuck down, he wants. Down, Why not? Oh, yeah. Scroll down, he can do whatever down. he wants. Scroll down. I think that's ridiculous. Similar artist, Alan Jackson. <laughs> no, no, I'm trying to look at some of these reviews here. Oh, I'm sorry. I'll slow down then. What a fantastic feel good. My daughter and I thought, my daughter and I went to a concert. My daughter and I thought. Yeah, these the are all these people was, who want. I, I love this. If you like the music, the venue is great. No, these you don't are, care where the fuck he's playing at. These are all the people who want uh, Kiefer Sutherland inside of them. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> really? Some dude? Some yeah. dude and his daughter wants. You'd be surprised. But you know what? He's got a band. So what if he has a fucking band? Boy, you're just shit turning over a, a whole bunch of people. Well, it, it's just a bad idea. Like when they said the Backstreet Boys were going on a reunion tour, just a bad idea. Why? Why is it music though? What if Kiefer Sutherland would do, were to do something else, like starting a, a podcast, so to speak? Oh, you know who's starting a podcast? And I'm fucking pissed. Conan O'Brien, that fuck. Why is why, it, why are you pissed? Oh, does. see, it's okay for the, uh, you piss you shit on people at bands. The dude has a talk show on fucking syndicated TV around the fucking globe. He needs to be a podcaster. Well, that seems like a like an even transition. No, you know? he's fucking. He literally makes his that, money. That off pisses of, me off. He makes his money out of, of talking and interviewing people, which is literally well, uh, what a uh, podcast. And he is. doesn't do it five nights a week's not enough. He's got to fucking do it on the web now. Bastard. Well, obviously, here's some jealousy. Yeah, you're right. You're right. We're trying to get our subscriber base up, and this fucker's joining in. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Christ. Well, I can be bitter about something. You guys can be bitter about. There you know, Russell Crowe is is 
tone deaf. And there are enough subscribers to go around. And Russell Crowe is tone deaf. I didn't say he wasn't, but my point is, it's just you know you have all these stars that are starting uh, starting podcasts. I mean, what the fuck? What TV's not enough for you guys? You, now you need a podcast too. God, you sound like a jealous boyfriend. I am. I'm like, what the fuck, man? There are enough subscribers to go around. It's not like you keep saying that. Yeah, that's like you the have, same you thing you this, said again. You have this weird yeah. famine mindset where, where you like, think there's you a subscribe finite... to one podcast, you're like locked in. No, I one. subscribe to multiple Dude, too. But podcast... it's just the point that if you want to watch the guy, watch him at his fucking TV show at night. He's got to fucking uh, go on YouTube and Dude, get subscriber base now. Podcast fans aren't like Bitcoin. There's not a set amount of them existing in the universe. Yeah, but that, that translates. I just like, think it's bullshit when you, you know there's enough people trying to you know start up a show and a fan base and everything. And you have people transitioning over from TV. I think it's perfectly fine. A lot Most, of people are Team Coco. 99% of the people who are going to listen to their show are people who watch the TV show anyway. Yes. They're going to transition right over. It's but, not like they're going to swoop in and be Yeah, like, but that's somebody who couldn't find another person on YouTube. That's my whole point. If no, they're already watching... People. I don't know why yeah, I have this idea that they think. won't find people. <laughs> you well, have this idea that there's like, <laughs> oh, you followed Joe Rogan unsubscribing from every other podcast no, you listen I to. I don't do that. But I what I'm know. saying is I think you guys are under the opinion that uh, people are just going to subscribe to a ton of things. Yeah, my, and well, definitely. my opinion might be a little different. What I'm saying is people only have a certain amount of time to listen to the, their content. And if they have a choice when to watch Conan during at night and then they go ahead and listen to a podcast. It's got to make a more compelling show. That's uh, all uh, and well, I'm trying to. Well, fuck Conan O'Brien. <laughs> Just yeah, fuck yeah, Conan. Yeah, yeah, I am. Keep well, us, something wrong with that. Sutherland having a key for Sutherland. Oh, you know, I, I don't have a band, so <laughs> no, he no, can no. go ahead and play music clear across the United yeah. States and go on tour in Canada, as far as I'm concerned. But he doesn't need to be starting a, a, a podcast. Keep a podcast. That's right. He starts a podcast. I'm going to call him. A, so yeah. wait, I, I wish I was a British guy. You know what word I do? Just clear, stupid. Just clarifying his position. Kiefer Sutherland Band. Yes, and that's just how I feel. Kiefer Sutherland Band. Not ridiculous at all. That's cool. Conan O'Brien, a talk show wait host. A minute, having- wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> the words cool never came out of my mouth. I said, if you wanted to, yeah, go cool. ahead. That's what I'm saying. No. Cool. Like, that's cool. You I'm, do your I'm thing. I'm not endorsing him. I'm not endorsing him. I'm not saying it's good music. But Conan O'Brien, a talk show host, want, having a podcast where he talks. I just want people to follow their dreams, man. Do yeah. Oh, fuck him. If Conan O'Brien wants a podcast, he can have one. Plus, I feel like Conan hey, doesn't. If Kiefer Sutherland wants to sing and people want to hear him sing, go right ahead. Exactly. Because you know what? I'm not going to be in a band. Mason, have you fucked Kiefer Sutherland? I may or may not. <laughs> I can neither Kiefer. confirm nor deny. See, this fucking guy. Yep. Get, that's good. Yeah. Bitch about his podcast. <laughs> and then pull it up on our website. <laughs> that's sick. I don't care. Fuck him. Yes, but I heard recently. Yes, because they're so bitter. Did Conan O'Brien what? fuck you and not call you again? I have a bitter taste in my mouth because you're so bitter. I was going to say, I Jesus. don't care, man. I just think it's bullshit. There's a lot of stars doing that now. That all of a sudden they decide, well, I'm a star and I'm going to start doing this too. Well, fuck them. You know, it's fuck your anyone who movies. does anything. No, do. <laughs> no. Yeah. You already got a fucking uh, base on TV. Already fucking yeah. starring in movies. If you already have a platform you know? and you don't do a podcast, in my opinion, you're leaving a lot of money on the table. Well, fuck them. We digress. <laughs> I, think I don't digress. Fuck them. I think their their motive matters too. Like we we want to start a podcast to build a community and like have people to talk to you know that sounded sad yeah wow <laughs> no but like people no people I just want to like-minded people fu- about exactly. specific yeah. topics people and, and in the way that that uh, yeah. agree with the way we think exactly, exactly. 
But very, very well put. I feel like people who are uh, going to listen to Conan O'Brien's podcast, they're going to listen because they watch his show and Conan's going to do it so yeah, he but, can read some ads quickly. Yeah, but you didn't get my point. People only have so much time in the day. That's my whole point. Yeah, I don't buy into I think, that. I think I, that's really? A, that's a famine mindset. Not only do I not, oh, oh, really? Okay. Not okay. only do I not buy How many hours that, a day do you work? Not well, only, no. Let me get into <laughs> Everyone is not you. So I'm Okay. So I, that's I, my whole point. Well, no. Also, oh, so many hours. There's also, so many people in the world, though. I really think that and, there are and, more than enough podcast listeners to go around. And <laughs> podcasts come out once or twice a week. Yeah. And are an hour to three hours long. So it's actually not that hard to keep in touch with 10 podcasts at a time. I do that personally. I think the one thing that makes me tune out more than anything is the show itself. You know, what like if the show starts to suck ass or I just don't care for an episode, then I'm oh. less likely to check back. Exactly. More than more than it being Conan O'Brien. You know what I mean? Like that won't turn plus, me off. Conan Rather the, sh- the quality of the show. And maybe he explores his private life more, who he really is. Because on talk shows, you're getting like the polished, scrubbed, exactly. been through a writer's room version of who he is. So you're still going to get the political correct bullshit that you got on his TV show. So. I think Conan O'Brien actually uh, is uh, one of the better ones. That depends entirely on whether or not it's affiliated with the network. It's not. I don't think it is. Well, then it probably won't. And plus, Conan O'Brien. Yeah, but he's still going to be held to a different standard because he is on TV. He's not going to be. He's going to be worried about his fan base. Or that might be base. true. It just depends. That depends on how concerned he is with his image. Yeah. But I did hear that there were two shuttle launches this past oh, week. Yeah. Tell us more about that because I want to hear about this. Yeah, well, there we're gonna we were we were gonna go to a different topic, but we'll go to that one next. I, I think that, I is that is literally literally next. next. <laughs> I, I, all right, I did screw up. Here's what I, I could say: I knew that it was SpaceX. SpaceX. Elon Musk went up, and also Jeff Bezos, because he's now like I think second richest in the world now. Yeah, with his stock evaluations, obviously it's liquid. It's it's not liquid. It's constantly changing. Yeah, but they now have their own space division. It's called Blue Orbit, and both of them launched. Blue. Was it Origin? Origin. Was Origin. it Blue Origin? Blue Origin. They both launched just the other day, within minutes apart, putting more satellites and testing their rockets to get into space. Both of them are, are trying to do more travel. Not only that, what they're trying to do is they want to colonize in outer space. Not to be a size queen, but Musk's rocket looks bigger. No, not well. No, but, but Bezos is more thick. I was just gonna say they both look like say. dicks. Don't does, they look like dicks? Thick, <laughs> I think all. What would you prefer, thickness in a rocket or length? Oh, well, you're asking the wrong guy. We need a woman's opinion. <laughs> well, Mason, <laughs> <laughs> I've had some experience <laughs> with rockets. With with women judging, <laughs> <laughs> from what I hear, they like them thicker rather than long because you can hit the back of that shit. And <laughs> so they're a big fan of the Blue Origin. Blue, or, uh, blue. They're thicker, not big on SpaceX. Thicker rather than longer. Yeah. So I'm gonna go with Blue Origin. Well, it looks like SpaceX has a bit of a primed head there. You know, ready for liftoff. It's gonna penetrate the ozone. Okay. It's a dramatic mushroom tip. <laughs> what do you mean? I don't know. It is. It's thick. <laughs> Meanwhile, Jeff looks like he's concentrating on something right there. I don't know. But anyway. But Musk, look at him. He looks so secure in the size of his rocket. I feel like Bezos has a bit of a complex. He has the aviators on. So do what? you think that this is going like all – like they want to colonize Mars, yeah? Or like the space. Space in general. But I think that the real push here is, is going to be the most profitable option, which is commercialized space travel. Exactly. 
that's and also that's true. what they're not going to talk about. They're going to nope. be like, we're going to colonize space. We're going to push this frontier. And then as soon as it's safe and it's passed all these regulations through, I don't know, Trump's space army or whatever the yeah. fuck. The space like, force. Space, space force. force. That's space yeah. force. Space force. So <laughs> as soon as it's passed all those regulations, they're going to be sending people into space, well, taking Virgin, pictures. Virgin Airlines has already started trying to send people and taking, uh, what do they call them? Uh, yeah, but advanced they take them, ticket sales. But they take to send them, people in suborbital. Yeah, so but they, they take them into like very low black orbit, hawks. very low orbit. Like those right? Blackhawk planes that can go. Yeah, yes, exactly. Those yes. L- suborbital. Those, yeah, and it's it's weightlessness, and they do that, and then they come back down. But what Mace is talking about is Fuck actually launching space. them into space. Yeah. yeah. So you know that's what we can do though. We can actually ask Mars which rocket was more efficient. Which one really got the job done? And then came back. <laughs> yeah, and then came back. Which one back. would they want yeah. to come Yeah, back. which one <laughs> which, which one would Mars prefer <laughs> to be landed on? <laughs> to be, <laughs> <laughs> to no, be landed on its but surface. It, it's just, I think it's really funny. At the, oh, I get it. It's a fucking joke again. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, two, what? It's like two of the, the, the richest men on Earth trying to privatize space. And they're trying to take it away from the government and actually push the limits in the space. Because if you face one reality is we're not – we've laid off NASA. We've cut back on space. Shit's going to get done now. Now, yeah. Because their business is competing. Exactly. Yeah, but NASA isn't necessarily shut down. They work through these private companies. Yeah, but they're nothing like they were. That's oh, yeah, my yeah. whole point. They Definitely. were actively well, it was back doing- when they were getting like – High um, high amounts of funding during exactly. the Cold War, but, but that's my yeah. whole point. They For were movie they sets were and effects packages. They were actually had scheduled launches and missions to go into outer yeah. space. For the movie sets, yeah. they needed money movie for the fil- film again. reels. Eddie Bravo. <laughs> but for I just, the suspension wires for the moon stitching walk. pictures together. <laughs> and the other thing that broke this week was just this, jokes. Was I this, think we landed on the moon. And then the other story that broke was this week about how um, Elon Musk was walking around his uh, factories and just randomly firing people. Uh, evidently, some people have been violating their... Good. Uh, keep the fear. Keep it. <laughs> we're violating control, their... baby. They were violating their uh, disclosure agreements, you know, where they're not allowed to talk about anything that happens. Wait, so Elon Musk pulled a Willy Wonka? Well, evidently, he was... Someone's walk- giving away the chocolate secrets? Yeah, he was... He's wa- going to go automated, or maybe he'll look deep into the forests of... Foreign countries and bring back Oompa Loompas to work in the uh, <laughs> well to work in the uh, mean, like Tesla factories. No Oompa Loompas. Well, the, the fu- mythical race. I see no. Di- oh, okay. Not yeah, not actual midgets. I okay. feel like that would be insensitive. Little people. Plus, you'd have to remake every little building people. so that they can While reach we're on the tools. That topic, wow. I feel like little people <laughs> is more demeaning. Yeah. Plus, it's they less like descriptive. That. You know, I, I I like what's his name's take on it the most. Um, the guy from Game Game of Thrones. Oh, t- uh, Tyrion? Tyrion. Uh, what's his name? Uh, come on, help me out. Uh, Peter Dinklage. Peter Dinklage. He just don't even reference me as anything at all. Just I'm call a him a guy. Yeah, call yeah, him I'm a person. Yeah, but if I'm describing That's his what appearance, what is he? Yeah, but the, I like his, short. his attitude. <laughs> exactly. It's not descriptive enough. If you say, If I say I saw a short guy today, you'd be like, okay. A little person. Move on. Little person? Yeah, a little person. <laughs> like, what the a fuck? Child? like a child, I was going to say. No, what exactly a little person, a child is a child, and a little person is a little person. Add another descriptor, a grown yet little person. <laughs> a grown yet uh-huh. little, I think that's the proper. So he'll have them working in his factories. <laughs> so anyway, they were talking about why. they don't let out the secrets because he doesn't let them go home. <laughs> All the doors <laughs> have handles that are up high. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> and then they're lodging. It's just like those Japanese hotels where it's just a drawer. Have Dude, you ever seen those? Have you seen that hotel in Japan where everything that's, is... That's literally what I ju- I'm talking about. Automated? That's what I is said. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, where you literally like put in the money and then open up that sliding bed and get in. That's what I'm saying. That's what Musk will have. Interesting. I agree. Well, because it's, he's it's, sick it's of... It's more a, of a module that they actually do. It's little cylinders and it's just a bed that they get into. Yeah. Wow. That's like a fallout bunker. Kind of. But you know, but I like I like that Elon Musk is doing that because Willy Wonka said it almost ruined his company, and I'm assuming the Tesla they have some magical stuff going on there. I don't want it leaking out. Plus, like that's well, it's not that, that this technology was leaking was out. out. It was how he was treating people, and the fact that if something wasn't working right, and someone came over and they didn't have an answer for him right away, even if they hadn't been working on that part of the project he was just outright firing people and the problem was is that he wanted that battery factory out in texas i think, I think it, it matters entirely on what was in their contract you know yeah plus oh, that's okay. a pretty that's a pretty alpha move just like oh do you know what's wrong I with think this it's dick. i think it's a pretty dicky move you know but if it's said in their contract that you can be uh, terminated at any point I mean, well your boss can well, every fire, company has that clause. they can fire you no they need I don't a reason know, though i don't know of a company that Jobs need a reason after like 90 days or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, wrongful firing suits. You need a reason. I mean, I'm sure a boss could come up with something, you know. They always do. I was going to say, even if it's like, uh, oh, that bitch Brenda, she always eats too much cake at the meetings. Well, that's not a reason, but you know what I mean. (laughs) They'll make up a reason. They'll be like, oh, you were late on that one report. See ya. Exactly. And then she's like, is it because I ate too much of the carrot cake? She's being walked out. Exactly. And then he gives her a wink. Well, the, <laughs> what was what was going on is he wants all his factories automated. That was the big part. All his battery factories. He is. And that's huge too. What was going on he is be the first one to pop. That's like that. modern Oompa Loompas. <laughs> yeah, sorry, continue. Continue. No, nah, it's okay. We're going to the next topic. <laughs> so our next topic is Fortnite. Fortnite is keeps getting sued. You guys were talking about this today earlier when we were having dinner. I thought it was funny because everybody knew the Carlton dance from uh, 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 Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Prince of Bel Air, Bel Air, and that's all I knew it from. I never played the Fortnite game, so I had no idea that they had stolen all these dances from a lot of different people. And Mason, you brought up the point that can they really copyright dance moves? I think you mentioned. That, yeah, right? that that's the thing that people are trying to determine right now. How would you go about copying a dance move? How is it your intellectual property? Something feels inherently wrong. That's why it does I think feel weird. That's you why can't I move think your they have a in suit a certain there. way. It feels weird. I think they have something, some grounds for a suit there. But at the same time, what? Say I dance on our live stream right now, and I do the Carlton dance, and we profit from this live stream. Now you owe him. Do I owe him? That's that's what we're gonna get into. It's dicey territory. But at the same time. When they're selling a digital animation of just of the dance. your dance, yeah. and no, not no, giving, not only not giving credit, n- not so you have to any... purchase that dance. Yes, it's, these are all just the dance. Oh, I did not know that. And it all started with they stole Donald Faison's, uh, who played Turk in Scrubs. Scrubs, yeah, they you sold, were that's me that. the original dance moves in the game. And he was kind of like, well, the people. Someone asked him to do it. I think at a panel, and he was like, if you want to see the dance, just go to Fortnite. They jacked my shit. Yeah, no credit required. And that's the problem with a lot of these dances. They're not giving any credit to the users. So these kids who are playing Fortnite, they they call them Fortnite dances. They don't know that these dances actually exist in the real world. So they're like, oh yeah, I can floss from Fortnite. And Backpack Kid is like, what the fuck, bro? 
I made my living off of flossing, yeah. so now he's joined the suit. Carlton is like, hey, that's kind of my iconic thing. So he joined the suit. Mm-hmm. Millie Rock, the the New York rapper, he did the Millie Rock song. I forget his name. I think it's like YBN Rossi or something like that. He is joining the suit. And that I think they're at three right now. Yeah, but can I tell you one thing that kind of shoots it all in the foot? Yes. Yeah. And I was thinking about it. So how many people have done moonwalking since Michael Jackson during, before, during, and after Michael Jackson? That's a good point. That's a good point. Okay. You can never, and they've been, everybody's done moonwalking. I've seen it in video games. I've seen it in movies. I've seen it clear across the face of the fucking earth on every YouTube channel, on every event ever. So can everybody, can Michael Jackson's estate now just sue everybody on the fucking globe for moonwalking? No, I think it's Here's the difference. Okay. People, when they're moonwalking, they literally cut in like some Michael Jackson like shit, like a sounding track or like one of his sounds, like hee hee, like when you're moonwalking. And, you, and plus you know it's Yeah, but the they moon, don't. And they know it's the distinct name that he coined, the moonwalk. Yeah, but my Whereas point is. these people, they're literally renaming it putting it behind a generic music track and dubbing it as their own. That's yeah, but not even it. I that's don't, not even not, it. I have, they're selling I've, it. That's the thing. I, I, that's, yeah, but even if they're selling it, who owns it? I mean, I've seen... He definitely does. I think Michael Jackson's estate would have a, a serious case if someone made some sort of e- online emote where it's just someone moonwalking, changed the name of it and started selling it and making space, billions Called of it dollars, a spacewalk. A and, spacewalk or something like that. But I do think you're right because... One of our favorite movies, Rush Hour 2. Chris Tucker literally breaks out exactly. in Michael Jackson dancing Michael Jackson at karaoke. And he, and he does a ton of Michael Jackson stuff within all these movies. The and kick and crotch exactly. grab is he in all three. He does it all the time. And my thing is, so now, I mean, they made a ton of money off that. They sold that. So. I think it's transformative in nature, though. Like I think that well, falls you, well under fair use. You know what I mean? It's not like he's literally just making money off of that dance and claiming it as his own. He's adding no something credit. new to it. He's adding something new under the context of... Rush hour. Yeah, but this is literally just selling the dance, calling it something else. I know. I'm looking at it. Cutting in Carlton. And here's the thing. They said like all these people who are in the lawsuit have said like, dude, if they give me like a 5% royalty and some credit, credit, this would not have been a thing. And plus Chance the Rapper said what you should do is pay the rappers and then you get to use their actual tracks in the game. Yeah, exactly. That would be way more fun for you. Yeah, but you're talking a lot lot of money. Some of my friends who are for A lot of money. Yeah. Well, they're potentially out even more now. Yeah, but you know what? They're probably going to leave it up to the lawyers and go, fuck you. Well, my friends who are Fortnite addicts said it would be a great addition if you could actually play the original songs. Like, if you could break out the Carl and Nance, it's not unusual. Like, they can cut into that. But the thing you got to remember, too, is uh, uh, they're doing okay without cutting into music. They're making, they made $750 million in the first Potentially illegally, though. But it's about ethics and doing what's right. Yeah, it's about, that's that's why there's a lawsuit. Well, they can sue, but you know what? I just don't see see them winning i really don't i mean uh, how many times have you seen likenesses or stuff they you know people can always draw uh, assumptions because something's hot and it's making a dollar that people just want to keep tacking on lawsuits good good question for this is if let's say they win the lawsuit and they win money from fortnite is that a good thing for content creators on youtube or is that a bad thing where copyright laws on youtube as it stands right now are ludicrous. They're ridiculous. Exactly. With now multiple companies making all of their bones good. off of copywriting tracks that they don't even have the rights to, and then just claiming all your revenue. And the way the uh, appeal system right now in YouTube hey, is shit. 
They're, they just aren't going – they defer to the company every time. And, and tell the story. That's another reason I put this in. Say, tell the story about the guy who had there his was, own content. There was a YouTuber. Okay, so this, this YouTuber makes, I think, like music and then edited backgrounds, right? And one of his videos yeah, got claimed by a company great. – and it's his song. Yeah. They claimed his song. So he was like, what the fuck, YouTube? And so gave then, him a strike. So then he appealed it and he was like, guys, this is my song. Here are the credits. Here's all the information. Get back to me as soon as possible. They denied the claim and exactly. gave all the monetization to the company That's that flagged up. it. They and flagged I'm like, it. so, and I, I, I saw this. We've had to take down what? videos. Yeah. We've you had need to, to hear this. Mason, yeah, he was telling me this. Mason knows. We That's sh- another reason why I put this in. We struggle sometimes with yeah. this. We have to re-edit videos. We have to go back pull shit out. out. We have to pull shit out for seconds-long clips that feature a song dulled in the background of someone else's video that we're not even showing for that song. I know. We're not making money out of that song. We're showing that clip for reference. Yeah. And we get pulled. And, and it's completely transformative. And, and I'll say that. I'll literally take the, the fair use. I know. Like what you're supposed to send to YouTube, it lets them know what your content is. I'll ship that all ahead of time with all the information we and have, and it still gets pulled. Still gets pulled. Then you'll I preemptively email YouTube to let them know, and they're like, "Well, Fuck you. we usually defer to the companies anyway because we don't want like, you don't want to get sued. Yeah, yeah. we don't want to get sued because if we allow your content, then we're legally liable. Yep, obligated. So that's why they don't want to do it. They, they don't want they'd rather to do just it. defer to the company and you deal with them. And that means pulling this shit down. And that means you have to go to the company yourself, which, of course, they, they're copyright doggers. They're not going to give you the money. No, yeah. no. They make their bones off of this. So now is this going to be a win when these Fortnite – I think it comes if, down to implementation and execution. I mean if it's done well, which it hasn't in the past at all, apparently you can you can get a claim on your own content now, which, which is makes absolutely bullshit. no sense. And then some people can play entire clips of movies but with sounds the, the and they get nothing. If it were done fairly, then it would be awesome, of yes. course. Don't you think Carlton deserves some money from this shit? This is insane. I, but at the same time, I, I, as much as I've said, I I think he deserves it. Absolutely. Uh, me too. But if I break into the Carlton, I just want to make sure that I'm not going to exactly. have to ship him That's some cash. That's the trouble. That's and the trouble. that is the thing. For, for how many seconds? Like, you, it's sampling of music is what? Seven seconds. So now... It's gone so crazy. I know. PewDiePie but that's my saying, point. Kiki, do you... I have to speak it because I don't want to get flagged. Kiki, do you love me? Are you writing? He sang that and his video got claimed. Really? That's how crazy copyright has gotten on Well, he has a beautiful voice. I just think it's fucked up. His Despacito video where he made up new lyrics and parodied the song also claimed. Because of the melody, I'm sure. Yeah, it's it's absolutely insane what's going on. I'm excited to see how it pans out, but if it hurts YouTube content creators, I'm not a fan. No, I'm not a fan either because I think it's bullshit. And, And that's a real question if it will hurt us. Well, this is the next story I'd like to talk about. I love horror. You know, we always like horror here at Can't Sleep, Won't Sleep. But uh, especially when they're coming up with new ideas, finding them from other places, no reboots, no slapping out another fucking superhero movie. And there's nothing wrong with that. I no enjoy them too. Ripping stories from comics and then doing and, them poorly. Uh, yeah. Uh, but here we are. We're getting an original story off of creepy pasta and it's the russian sleep experiment also known as cameron what was that name orange orange soda, soda. was the original title of yes. the creepy pasta when it was uploaded by the anonymous author yeah so good and, and evidently it's uh, uh about uh, subjects that go and take uh, a chemical 
that inhibits them from getting any sleep for a prolonged period of time, and it transforms them. They're supposed to have an entire international cast, which is smart. We saw that with the Meg movie. What they did is the movie made an obscene amount of money, and it was they had Lee Bing Bing. Yeah, a ton of stars clear across the globe. That's gro- a real globe. name. I know. And it was, I know. <laughs> it was total. The Trust movie me, was, we caught flack for that because people thought people genuinely thought that I made up a racist name that wasn't her actual. Yeah, name. and meanwhile she she's still missing. She's still missing. Pay by your the way. Taxes because uh, she apparently she was taken in on tax evasion by the Chinese government and disappeared off the face. Hasn't of the seen earth. her since. Nope. Uh, so what they did is they're doing something like the Meg, where they're going to have an international cast from around the globe, so they can show this movie globally. And I think it's a brilliant idea, uh, and it's supposed to be. Out, I think they Mason, you, you say I said it was supposed to be out this next year. I think they start production this next year, and we're going to see it in early 2020. I'm a huge fan of this. When I was 15, I remember sitting in my it's room. It's an old creepypasta. It's old. I was 15, so this is a while ago, and I was sitting in, in my room with my laptop late at night scrolling through creepypasta.com, and I remember seeing this as one of the top-rated posts. Back then, it was a top-rated post. And just reading through, it's genuinely terrifying. And it's a great premise for a movie. I was always thinking, like, why don't they adapt this? Because it follow, it, it's, like a, it's like a rough script almost. For a film. Yeah, I'm glad you're typing this in. It's actually an anonymous author, so I'm curious if someone will come forward and say... Or they had or they had already found out who it is. That's the other thing I was wondering, because I never really did look it up. Yeah, and plus, I guarantee that whoever did originally post Orange Soda is like, fuck, if they didn't take credit, because it's taken on a life of its own. It really almost. has. You know, where it's it's not just... Ah, uh, yes, this is where these creepypastas are born. On these fucking oh, angel yeah. fire. Oh. You look at these like old ass HTML sites and then creepypasta.com is the same way. The official hub for creepypasta is just an HTML text. That's the site. way it should be. It's the way it should be. Because creepypasta, I like to say it's like watching B horror movies. You never know what you're going to get you don't. when you click on a creepypasta. You might read for 15 minutes just to realize this Shit whole story off. fucking yeah. sucks. This was written by a cashier, a cashier at Costco yeah. who had a little too much free time and a glass of brandy and wrote the most passe bullshit. But then you'll find these anonymous stories just posted. Like the rake. The rake. Um, was that another one off creepypasta? Slothman. Slothman, yeah. They'll scare. They're really good. The then, I, fucking I, I, See, here's the thing it. that kills me. Then why aren't they just like using this thing as a, as like a. Uh, I'm sure people do use them for some sort of inspiration. They really I should. I mean, you. more and more because, I mean, that's where some of the horror films are coming from. We all know it follows. And what was the other one? Uh, Lights Out. I mean, the issue uh, th- is. These were two, two movies that were done off of uh, independent. Uh, Film students' uh, projects, film shorts, film shorts from from students in uh, film school, and they actually got picked up and turned into major scripts. So I don't I know. I mean, the issue is that with a lot of these creepypastas; they don't quite paint a narrative that would follow a movie timeline. You know, like the Rake, for instance. You wouldn't see a, a whole st- – I mean I guess, but you'd have so much to fill in. With the Russian sleep experiment, is kind of unique in that. They they already set up a, a story, you know what I mean. And you could easily fill it in with and good you could dialogue. Fill it in good, yeah. with good dialogue, and you could give a background of each of the people involved in the experiment, and you can, it's easily built upon. Whereas something like well, the rake would take a lot more writing. 
Yeah, but the crazy part is if you think about it, to we, fill in, so the one thing that we really haven't studied is what happens to a cracking of a human mind when it goes without sleep for over – I mean we know at, at like 170 hours without sleep, people start to hallucinate and actually lose their fucking well, yeah, minds. Yeah, after a while, people just die. But, so. but that was uh, – at, at 300 hours, what happens? A creepypasta. Death eventually. One there have been a few pasta, studies about it. Yeah. One creepypasta was the, the actual account of that experiment that that guy did in the early 1900s. Where he tried to see how long he could stay up, and he detailed his experience with a psychiatrist the whole time. It's pretty fascinating. Yeah. If you actually look up what happens, because eventually people start taking micro naps. He literally and they don't even realize that they're oh, sleeping. Really? Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, so they he phase was sitting in there, and out of. They would sleep. wake him up with coffee and like slap him around, and he would just be sitting there, eyes wide, wide open, open yeah. micro napping, because your parts of your body start to shut down. I'll tell you what, there's he nothing would, creepier than walking in on someone who's sleeping with their fucking eyes open. If you guys never happens. done that. I have one of those jobs where I actually do. I have to wake up people at night sometimes. Uh, and it's it, they actually sleep with their fucking eyes open. And you'll go in and make, make an announcement like you're entering the room. And you think they're awake. The TV could be on. Their eyes are open. And you're like, you know, hello, hello. <laughs> and and then they, they do that jerk. And you're like, what the? F-? In, in your head. Yeah. Holy crap. You know what I mean? You you weren't awake the entire time. <laughs> I I think the guy that was doing that experiment said he had mass hallucinations on yeah. like the sixth oh, yeah. day, where he literally he he thought he was on a street corner, but he was in like days, a, he was in a hours. nine by nine room, yeah. and he was he kept trying to walk I've out always, of the room. I've always contemplated doing that. Like if you have a few days, just of seeing free time, just seeing like how many days you have. You four days. Sleep. You have four days where you have no studies or no obligations. Just like see if you can stay up. The just most to see what would happen. I think the most. I think that's hours, the yeah, most I've see. ever stayed up probably is like forty, like mid forties. I don't even think I've gotten past thirty six hours. Or it, I don't even thirty six, thirty five hours. I think there, is the longest. There was a time during finals week where I had multiple large assignments. I really don't think I made it past thirty six. And I pulled I two all nighters. And I remember when I got back to my place after the second all nighter. It plus like staying up that long like wrecks you. I remember being a complete, like, mess because, like, on day two without sleep, you're just, like... After a while, after the first 24 hours, you get this weird burst of energy where you're just, like, sweaty. But you... Yeah, exactly. It's not good energy. No. Where you feel, like, clammy... Exactly, and you don't even want sleep. It feels so like, impaired. Like my thought, my th- like in my head, oh, I told my you. thoughts are impaired. That's when I weird. told you I was. They're all fragments, fragmented thoughts shooting through I, your mind. It's the I was thing. at our university library on day two, riding back to my dorm after finishing like one of the big papers I had, and I crashed my bike three times. Really, doing an activity. Crashed my bike. Three well, times I did pull up this. Up. Randy Gardner has the record for the longest human has gone without sleep in 1964. A high school student in San Diego, California, stayed awake for 264 hours, 11 days and 25 minutes. That is fucking insane. That is fucking insane. Wow. How long will you stay awake before you before you might die? That is actually extremely dangerous. Could you imagine that? I just couldn't imagine that. That is ridiculous. Oh, you go. They're not really 32 days. After 32 days of sleep deprivation, all rats were dead. Yeah. If you stay up while too long, no, you'll die. While no human being is known to have died from staying awake, animal r- research strongly suggests it could happen. Yeah. 32 days. After a while, you just start to take micro naps and people typically fall asleep. Yeah. I was going to say like 
uh, like I was saying, the second day, I didn't make the full 48 hours. No, yeah. I got back to my dorm, and as soon as I knew I had no pressing obligations, I slept for 15 hours. <laughs> <laughs> even though sleep dead is A coma. Isn't, you dropped s- into a fucking yeah. coma. Even sleep though sleep dead's not, not real, real yeah, I was just like, oh, fuck it. See, I don't believe that. Everybody says there's no sleep tank. I, I tend to believe there is. I, there's, there's not. I know they you say that, but you know what? I've, there's I've, maybe some placebo. Uh, then maybe per- yeah. Perhaps. All right, I'll, I'll go with that. I just want to believe. Where you feel more is. tired? Yeah. I was going to say, but you're not actually. I just I don't Definitely know what it is. Not. Like you'll go five or six days, and you'll sleep from anywhere from three to four hours, maybe. And I've had some bad weeks where I've only gone maybe two or three hours over five days, and then and then when that sixth or seventh day comes, I'll crash for twelve or fourteen hours, and then I feel fucking great. And then uh, everyone will tell you there. Oh, there's no sleep tank. There's no sleep tank. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I th- all the studies I've seen have proven that there's no such thing as sleep debt. I don't know. You probably just feel better for a few reasons, but twelve isn't twelve is a bit more than recommended, but that's not unheard of. So Eventually, prob- once once uh, we have a large, once we can f- successfully stream from our home base here, we should break the record for the longest podcast ever recorded. How many hours I'd is that? I'd be down for that. I think it's long. Look it up. I it's thought it was like 40-something hours. That's it, not that long. It's, dude, what? To do, actually talk? That's it's, not that that'd long. That'd be fucking mind-boggling. That's not that bad. What are we going to talk about? It's going to be like a filibuster. I'm just going to start reading off hours. short stories. It was 52 stories. Audio 52 only. hours. From oh, a Nest spank. Cafe. Come on, man. We'll spank the shit out of that. Yeah, I, we could do you that. You think we could do ah, that? Fuck yeah. We get a long four-day weekend. Fuck With it. video. With, With video. video. Fuck them. Yeah. We'll do that at 200,000 um, 200, subscribers. Oh, <laughs> you bitching out. Because there was something else I said I would do at 100,000. What, what did I say I would Shave do? Shave your head or something? It was something like fucking ridiculous. I remember I was like, oh, God. I'm going to have to do that. That's going to be hyphy. Dye your hair or something? I don't remember what you said. It was fairly ridiculous, but I'm going to do it at like 200,000, just 52, though, was going to be a fucking Iditarod. I'm going to feel like Balto by the end of that, dude. I know I did some, what did I do? Six hours? I streamed video games. That was brutal. Dude, people. That was fucking brutal. We we talk all the time about how people have this misconception of video game streamers. That was the longest I've ever. They think it's the most glamorous job no, ever. No, man, that's a grind. Plus, you have to deal with uh, just odd people. Sometimes who watch and not you guys watching the stream, obviously, but some people who watch streams are fucking weird, dude. Especially at especially at three a.m. Yeah, and they're analyzing what's in the room. I mean, you guys have told me stories where they're like picking out stuff and then they start talking about it. That's in the fucking room. Oh yeah, and that's fucked up. I like that though. It's good detective work. Yeah, yeah. that's messed well, up. Well, trolls, though, man. dude, they're notorious for nitpicking tiny little details. That's some messed up shit. I'm it's sorry. It's hilarious though. It's how they found like, Shia LaBeouf's uh, They would look at that, at that Morty and they'd be like, oh, what Simpsons character is that? And then you would start to get upset because you'd be like, oh, that's Morty from Rick and Morty. And then, yeah, they, then they, they would continuously ask. Oh, fuck that. And you'd be like, no, that's Morty. from, And then you just get more and more upset. Yeah. But you just, you just can't play into it. But on another note, I think we have uh, some news about Guillermo del Toro. Yeah. Guillermo the man obsessed with fish sex oh, and man. demons. Yeah, well, he does some really – he's definitely a, a horror director and writer. I mean – What kind of depraved stuff goes on in his bungalow? He did Pan's Lab- Labyrinth. You guys love that movie. We've seen Good. it multiple multiple times. Great movie. Then he went on to Hellboy 1 and 2. How many chains and whips Mama. do you think he needs to get an erection? 
A few. A few. I was going to say, he. I think he needs at least but a couple of lashes before he's like, you know, I'm feeling this. He's he's slowly but surely becoming, uh, I guess, an historic horror director. And with his, his uh, Golden Globe and Oscar winning uh, last movie. And now with, like I said, Pan's Labyrinth, Hellboy 1 and 2, Mama. And now he's... Mama sucked fat ass. It, well, Continue. my thing is, it's just not that it's not everything is going to be fucking great that you make. Nothing can be. And it's something that you hate. We all do this about horror movies. Something you might not like that I do. The uh, fact is that he continues to make fucking horror Fucking sucked was strong. It was just okay. He continues to make horror. So Gamma de Toro's Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark hits theaters August 2019. Uh, it centers on a group of young teens who are forced to solve murder mysteries, uh, a series of brutal murders in a small town. If you haven't read that book, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark, you have to. Dude, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark is the most legendary Read it to your children book. if you have kids. Is it really? I remember We're being in the first grade because they literally, in my first grade class, they gave out copies of Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. And what you would do is, it's, it's the most fucked up like Machiavellian thing I could think of. Green Ribbon. That was my favorite story. Which one? Green, Green Ribbon. ribbon. Green also, ribbon. go back. Uh, there's one that I no. want to talk about. That's the Red Ribbon you were talking yeah, about. Scroll. Yeah, it's the Red Ribbon. So we'll Here, go back. Here, go back. There's one. Um, Which one? Uh, evidently, they're going to be on Herald. The Thing was great. The Thing. Oh, my God. The Thing actually sounds pretty good. They were I mean, all so good. You have to read the book. The Thing is a scary story of two young boys. And I remember you would. they would allow you in first grade – once they gave out the copies of the book, you could go into a reading area and put on those old rubber headphones yes. that they would give out. I remember those. With the metal pins. Yeah. The metal pins that stick up. To <laughs> like that stick up to like there, yep. like bunny ears. And you would just go sit there during like reading time or whatever and you could put it on and they had an audiobook for scary stories to really? tell in the dark. And I screamed out loud during like half of them. Fun fact. They actually did a few studies that show that listening to audiobooks activates the same area of your brain as when you read. Are you serious? Yeah. That's definitely true because I've I listened really to like more podcasts yeah. than probably like 80 like 80% of people alive right now. Yeah. And that's not me even boasting. It's just that a fucking like when are we not listening to something? Same thing. My friends will never not. My friends will rag on me because we'll be hanging out literally, and I'm like, I'm gonna go get something from my car, and, and immediately I'll just, start playing. As soon something. as I step outside my friend's house, I'll, I'll shut the door. Podcast is playing. I know. My friend walked out. He's like, "What's wrong with you? You fucking guys do that when we're watching. <laughs> we were just watching a great movie, and you're fucking watching, listening to podcasts and checking out memes, podcast highlights, highlights during the fucking during the fucking movie. It's just it's so fun. we're setting up the studio. I was listening. Oh yeah, yeah. it's, it's oh. but but I, I don't know. You guys turn me on to podcasts. I mean, it, it's got to be a while now. Just good conversations. It, it really, really is. And I find myself. I started making a playlist because when I got back into walking and running in a little bit, and I was doing a playlist of, of music, and I find myself gravitating more to listen to people talk when I go outside. It just now. passes the time better. You know? Because in my mind, when I listen to music. I have like this gauge where I'm like, okay, every song's about three minutes. I know. And then I find myself doing this math. Like I've listened to three songs. Okay, nine or minutes. Or it's the same by. fucking lyrics over and over yeah, again. And I want exactly. something variety. Repetitive. Exactly. I depart a little from you guys. I'm a Unless I'm doing weight lifting, in which case I would like more. I appreciate music, music a lot. And podcasts aren't as great for lifting. I will say that because you'll laugh mid-set exactly. and yeah. almost die. Uh, yeah, I would agree I remember one time I can see lifting. Legit almost dropped a bar on my head just because I died laughing. That's so funny. Crystalia will make you Crystalia. lose your life. I still haven't checked him out. 
He'll he's make you the, lose your life in the gym. He's the silliest Bill, of all geese. Bill Burr, I went back and I started doing his Monday morning again, and he's actually really great. He's I, great. I, I, I didn't like originally when he went off on his rants, but I'll tell you what, the more and more I listen to he's him, brilliant. he is a brilliant comedian. It's he's, I mean, not as good as us, obviously. Obviously. but When I binge his good. stuff, though, I find myself being a little angrier. Then I will well, be that's part of his Boston appeal. Because exactly. You it's know the what I mean? Character he does. The Absolutely. He does. He's he's a fucking angry northern guy who's you know, who just doesn't give a fuck about what people think or say, and he's got his own opinion about everything. I wonder who that's And as like. some angry northern men ourselves, you know, I, I think know. you guys should listen to our opinion about these scary stories to tell in the dark. But you gotta I, read the because book. It's so they're, good. they're classics, and who didn't who didn't read these? Well, there were actually multiple books. Yeah, evidently this movie is gonna it's gonna Actually, it's going to encompass two of the books, I believe. Because my and favorite it, was uh, uh, In a Dark, Dark Place. In a Dark, Dark oh Place? Oh, my god. In a gosh. Dark, Dark Place was genuinely so my favorite one out of all of them. I mean, how many are there? I had no idea about so, Oh, it's a whole series. Yeah. Well, I think that's the reason why they said they're going to make the movie uh, about the group of group of teens that are solving the brutal murders. Oh, that's it's, a good one. And, and what they're going to do is is they're going to take two or three of the stories and incorporate it into a movie. And if it does well, there's so many stories they were saying. I had no idea. You yeah. guys knew. They, this could actually be his next franchise. I know. That's why I asked you. I was like, it's got to be a TV show because there's so many little exactly. stories. I was like, what? how is they going to do a movie? So they're going to cross over because two Because they're stories. not related. And I, looking back, I, I think it's crazy that they let us – have these books because the illustrations they are really not. These are the kids. illustrations Horrifying, from man. the book. I mean, that's fucked. Grade. I know that's fucked up. That's fucked up. An audiobook. I was like, you're gonna give me a scary. Probably that's probably why I am the way I am. Yeah, now. but here's the fucked up part. You can't wear a t-shirt to school today. Your brother can't wear a t-shirt to school that has with guns a, on a it. guns or a skull. But they're giving this shit to you to fucking read in the library. Look at I that had face. Well, I, that, that look at that. I was in school a, a, a bit ago. Well, look at this dude. Look at the scarecrow. Oh, well, that one's not as bad. They had the other one hanging. That's the one I could not get over, and that's the image I posted on our but Twitter feed. That's just because. I mean, uh, look at this fucking guy. I think yeah, back in elementary school, me and Mason were a couple of edge lords. That's what happens. I mean, these books must have come out. What I was reading these in the nineties, so it's like. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's exactly it. And they're not going to show these to kids nowadays, but I think they should because it's they should. It's the perfect entry to horror because they're just scary enough. I do too. To scare. Like young adults and and some adults, right? The pictures are fucked up, man. But I think it is. It's still palatable. It's not gory. It's not overly disgusting. It's it's right on that cusp where I'm like, yeah, I could let a kid look at this. It's not the hills have eyes where there's crazy zombie rape and no, dicks falling off. And the thing about these, is the pictures come at the end. They they build all this suspense exactly, and then and you, you flip. turn the page, that, and then you see that. that. That's the great thing. And and that's what that's I think. It, that's the one I had right to the right. That was the cover. Which this one? Yeah. That's cool. I think it's a human scarecrow. That is one of the stories they're actually going to tell in the series. But scary stories start off nineteen. Is that nineteen eighty one? Eighty one. Yeah. Yeah. Nineteen eighty one is the the exact first story came out. I just wanted to find out what year. And uh, the compilation book, three book series, was just masked and reput back out. Okay. Uh, gonna have twenty seventeen. Okay. You know, <laughs> they have I mean? all three together. Yeah, you can have everything. But um, the ghost with bloody fingers—that's a great one is too. Actually, I'm excited. Guillermo del Toro is pretty good. I, I, he kind of departed from me a bit with uh, with uh, um, 
What's the amphibious fucking, fucking movie. The amphibious fucking movie. What is Something that? Something in water. Water. Shape of the, the water. The shape of water. The shape of water. It was so fucking bizarre. And Michael Shannon's character was also so bizarre. Oh what was that God, scene? Where he's where, making love to his no, wife no. and he's got his half-severed, disgusting no. hand in her mouth? No. Where he oh, washed yeah. his... Oh, yeah. Oh, no, yeah. I'm talking about the scene where he washes his hands... Oh yeah. Then pisses oh, yeah. and then pops in gum with the same Yes. Hand. And he was like, You can tell a lot about a man on whether he washes his hands, hands before, before or after. after he takes a piss. Takes a piss. And I was yes. like, uh Yeah, I can tell you're fucking gross, but, bro. But isn't that the mark of something that's written really great? If you can fucking remember a line like that, you can say it. You Maybe. can say it. Maybe. That's why I like movies that affect you and that there was it just, definitely Exactly. That's my. You know what affected point. me too much? That nasty fish cock. How about none of that? Wow. I did it too. How about none of that? You, you, we, we've seen pictures of that. I mean, they've actually put out dildos. that. It looked look. Like look it. Yeah, we were talking I about know, that. They put out a line of dildos. A line of dildos. That uh, you did not see that okay. of the fish dick. All right, we're gonna have to pull up for Mason. You did not know that. Don't. Are, are we you, allowed to pull up? Dildos are we allowed to pull up the dildos? Or are we gonna get pulled off of YouTube? I don't think we can pull up dildos. All right, we'll pull. Plus, if you look it up, they might show someone sitting on it. Yeah, and then we're really gonna get kicked off of YouTube. We'll leave that to you guys at home you're not going to believe it but we actually pulled it up and we did see him (laughs) (laughs) in packaging packaging, not in real life but it's just messed up but yeah but definitely I'm excited for what anytime I see Gamble the Toro my ears perk up a little bit so to go into the last topic I think Matt has a list that was put out of the 10 scariest films of 2018 as this year comes to a close right now and I am extremely excited Uh, well uh, some of it's just pure shit as usual thank you screen rant I do like to shit on you occasionally but you know what you you serve up some great topics for discussion Halloween is number 10 so Halloween number 10 Uh, Mandy is 6 I don't understand I don't uh, I don't either well you have Halloween at 10 uh, The Little Stranger did didn't see some of these, so I can't comment on movies I didn't see. Uh, it was number uh, nine, Overlord. If you have not fucking seen it, best we, movie we can of the talk year. about what do, what do you think you what were the top horror movies of the year? Well, for let you? me show you the other ones. I just want to show you that was the the first half, and then this is the finishing with number one. Uh, Heredity was number one. Hereditary. Hereditary. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, Quiet Place was number two. Oh, okay. Good. Sus- Suspiria? Am I saying that right? Suspiria. Suspiria. Ghost stories, and then number five was Revenge. Uh, for me, oh, Revenge. Yeah. For me, it's was, good. For me, it's without a doubt uh, a Quiet Place is number one. Really? As someone who saw Hereditary sure. in theaters, I saw Halloween in theaters. I know you saw Hereditary. I mean Heredity. Sorry. And I also saw I saw Overlord. You Overlord. really would put fucking over Overlord? Yeah. A Quiet Place made me genuinely like. There were some points a where I was place like, was, it made where me I was scared. Yeah. Really? Where I was like, oh, what's going to happen? Like, what? And it was such an interesting premise that it captured my attention more than Overlord. Uh, Halloween's sure. got to be up higher than 10, too. I don't know why. I mean, so not, number 10 is total bullshit. Because especially with uh, Annihilation, was just a fucking horrible movie. I'm sorry, it was just pure shit. That and I, I enjoyed Mandy, but six on a horror movie. Six list? on a horror movie list, yeah. And another thing about Hereditary, I think that was one of the most overhyped films. It was. Them releasing that uh, quote about how it's the next it's exorcism exorcist, yeah. was the Ruined biggest it. mistake yeah, possible. Yeah. Why would you because ever fucking I, do that? Had I not seen that quote, I probably would have thought it was a good movie. But because I saw that, I was like, wait, The Exorcist was actually scary. And I watched Hereditary, and Hereditary was interesting. It was suspenseful, but at no point during that movie was I scared, or did it have me like, oh, like it was. Really? 
nah, man. It was more just they they did they took the thriller route, and um, thrillers don't really get me that much. Well, the movie that we just saw tonight before we came into podcast Box, yeah. was actually pretty fantastic. Uh, and, and I thought it was great. What'd you guys think? It's called The Bird Box. It's on I Netflix. It. I thought it was good. It did drop today, and I thought it was pretty fantastic. Yeah, my comments would be good. Just good? Just good. It's a good. six out of ten. Like Wow. I would give it a six and a half out of ten. Because it's it has an interesting premise. Uh, but I felt like it's wow. it's not a you guys enjoyed that fucking movie just as much as I did when I was sitting there. I thought it was better than a six yeah, or six I and a half. No, uh, it's a maybe six. a seven. It was a maybe pretty a predictable movie. That was my own. I don't think. Well, it, no, it was. You say it was predictable. I think it was you, off base you, with you, we're not going to use spoilers, but you thought something else was going to happen, and just like I did. I don't know. Every movie Cameron sees is like that was predictable. I saw that coming. Unless it's a Marvel movie, and I'm like, dude, the fucking story's already written. You know, no one's going to die. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And then I, he's like, that was a masterpiece, but it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't predictable. I mean, it I, just, I felt it was predictable. I still liked it. I thought. And it was, here's my point. Well, I thought you, the you acting predictions was really during great. the film, and they were wrong, and there were no so. real sequences of horror during Bird Box. It was a good. It was very good. I'm was, sorry. I thought it was very, very good. I thought. What about I, it was very, very good for you? I didn't think. It was I thought the premise was really good. I thought the premise I, was good. I, I thought the acting was acting was was, was really good. Uh, I thought the effects were really good. Yep. Uh, and uh, it's a story. It was similar to a Quiet Place. Uh, but it was a totally different movie. I thought the creature, the presence thing was kind of lame. Not to go into spoilers, but I yeah, that was but you lame. wanted to see a monster, and not and necessarily that. I just wanted oh, anything. And, and if people watch the movie, it. it's not about a monster. It's about something else. I'm not going to give it away because it was just released today. I advise you to see it on Netflix. You'll enjoy it. But I just think it was it's worth your time. It's definitely sure. worth your time. Yeah, it's, it's one of the watch. better movies Netflix has put out. Definitely, definitely, definitely. one of their original movies. Yeah, definitely better. One, but with one the stipulation being that Netflix hasn't put out that many good movies, a lot of B movies. I'll be the first one to admit that. Well, a lot of people. I movies. think they did. They put out some good movies. But to be honest with you, oh, Mike Down. What particularly caught your fancy on Netflix? Because comedies, uh, typically. Yeah, I was going to yeah, say okay. comedies. But this this movie for me was, I mean, I liked it. But would I ever revisit it? It's it's not a classic for me. It didn't You'd do, never watch that it again. It didn't strike out on its I'd own it that again. much. All right, it, so on the list of one through ten. That we have up on our on our Twitter feed from Screen Rant. Which one would you watch again? Would you watch Halloween, Overlord? I would watch um, or I would or watch a Quiet, a Quiet Place, Place again. I'd okay, watch a Quiet Place again I'd because watch it Halloween had again. generally it had both horrific moments, but also moments that emotionally got you. Okay, and then it got I've you watched that. Person. I've watched that twice. Halloween definitely would watch again. I'd watch that one or two more times, maybe with friends if we're. Like I would definitely out. watch Halloween again. It was okay, great. and Overlord. I'm sorry, that's that is a new classic. I don't give a fuck what you Overlord say. Overlord is a new. Cl- it is a classic. I, it was a good movie. A good. I would yeah it's suck balls. Good. It was fantastic. Revenge was phenomenal. There was a scene in there that really fucked with me. It's it's I spit on your grave. It's an update of I spit on your grave. It really that's what it is. I didn't think so. I did. I I liked it a lot more than I spit on your grave. Really? The scene with the glass and the yeah. foot. Yeah. Dude, what the fuck, mm. man? That's just another. <laughs> And Suspiria looks like some weird yeah, like, yeah, yeah. convent. I, I didn't see it. Cov- I didn't see is it. Is it a covet of witches? I think so. Looks I, like a weird I mean, to be honest with you, I didn't I, see Heredity. I, I didn't see Suspiria. I didn't see a ghost story. I need to watch it. I need to watch it. Yeah, we need to see some of these horror movies. But from the ones I've, I have seen, you know, <coughs> I think. We you know, a list. It's a, it's a weak list, in my opinion. You know, there's some other shit that should have been on it. Yeah, I know horror movies that were made for a fraction of the cost of Hereditary. Hell yeah. That to be are fair, better. Though, it looks like this. Was it combined? I bet it was compiled by like a single writer. Yeah. Not a, not yeah. a few people. No, not a few people. 
Plus, Hereditary, they kind of did what Lost did, where the whole movie, you're like, what's going to happen? I know, the thing that And then you find me, out the end of Hereditary, and you're just like, okay. The thing that surprised me, I was looking forward to seeing Hereditary. I still haven't seen it. But he saw it in theaters, and when he came home, he was so underwhelmed discussing yes. it with me. I was like, whoa, Yeah, what your mom saw fuck? it, too, said the same thing. It was, eh, it's it was because okay. It's because it, it had the suspense of a monster movie, but the payoff of a normal horror movie. So you're just like, you oh, more than that. this is what it is? If you're billing it as <laughs> the next... And then it didn't even answer our question sufficiently. It was just like, oh, yeah, by the way, this happens. You're billing And that's the end of your movie. And I'm just like, well, you gave me all the suspense that was building up. And then the climax because didn't... The, the trailers were ridiculous. Yeah. And he came home and was just like, it was okay. There was one scene in Hereditary that gave me chills. But it was the one scene. In a whole movie. In, in the a whole, whole movie. movie. Fuck, man. And, but there was... Okay, there's a twist that actually catches you off. That's why I think it's... It's not a bad movie. I think it's like a, a solid 7 out of 10. Well, you know who did? They, they fucked it by equating it with The Exorcist. That was a bad idea. They shouldn't have done because it. Because overplayed it. Expectations they overplayed were it. Su- super high. Where and I, that's the problem. And it, it was just it played on paranoia a lot more than The Exorcist, where The Exorcist was more like things that haven't demon. been done before. Yeah. yeah. And this movie was more just like, uh, you know, we're going to give you suspense and yeah. a new crazy plot, guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, a, that's pretty much the, ten to, the top ten. Yes, but now let's get into some questions. Not too many questions for us today. I just had a couple that I thought we could weigh in on. And the first one comes to us from Yahoo Answers. It says, is it weird that my girlfriend can't make a single decision by herself and I find it incredibly annoying? And to that I say, no, sir, it's not weird. Because I fucking hate that. I hate that attributing people, the people who can't make a decision. When you ask where they want to go, they're just like, whatever you want. Not a single decision. Not a single decision. Where you know what I'm saying? I have days where so, I can't pull the trigger. They're so heavily indecisive. Where it's like, what movie do you want to watch? I don't know. I'm not uh, really. Well, I'm not feeling in the mood for that. And then you you'll throw out like ten different things. I don't know. I feel and, kind of attacked right now because I think you're saying. Oh, I'm talking that. to you. I'm talking to some of my friends yeah. right now. I but you I, know who you are because. I'll throw out, like, you know me, I'm super decisive. I don't know. I'll throw out ten options to these people who are indecisive, Mason being one of them. I take issue with this because my indecisiveness does not come from a place of indecision. I want everyone to be happy. And I know that if I say... Are you trying to say Cameron's a selfish prick? No, no, no. What? Not (laughs) even the slightest. I am, though. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh my real. god but I'm not talking about just him I'm saying in any circle who, who really I, yeah whoever, whoever I'm hanging out with I will make a decision and then that person inevitably will end up bitching about the way things oh, went oh that's bullshit yeah and it, look, look you don't pull the trigger not a lot of things make me mad but if if you are like I don't know what do you think and I'm like this and then we do that thing and then they bitch and out. then you bitch I will get ferociously upset. Well, you know yeah. me. Because that, that, is, that, is, totally that is the most infuriating thing where you're like, I don't know, whatever no, you want. You're right. And That's then you actively complain yeah. about what, and you never g- gave, threw anything into the pot. Yeah. And then I say what we're doing and then you complain. Oh my God. Yeah. That, you are the worst. Those people person. are actually the worst. They're worse than the indecisive <laughs> people. Me, I'll, I'll make a decision. I'll throw up an option. Yeah. You throw up an option and then the haggling begins. And that's what I actually like. Because then we both find you something. You devil advocate every fucking It's fucking thing. painful. I'm oh. so decisive. Trust me. <laughs> oh. On a topic, I guarantee I'll have an opinion, even if I don't. He'll argue. And, and, and even if it's 
the same opinion as yours, you'll argue the opposing yeah. opinion. And then when everyone's good and mad, Ken will be like, whatever, I agree with you anyway. I agree with you anyway. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But now we know why I agree with you. Like, we iron out your positions. That's what I like. I so, don't need him ironed So out. my friend... I, no, this guy makes up his mind, doesn't change it regardless. I, fuck that. I'm like, uh, like, say I want to go to Olive Garden. And my one of my friends wants to go to Olive Garden, but the others want to go to like Red Lobster. Yeah, I'll be like, well, you know, pasta's kind of played out. I'll make him like really hype up Olive Garden, so that like everyone wants to go there. I, I it's it's a good devil's advocate is not too much. That's a good thing. She Being should, decisive is good. She should definitely make decisions. Make and decisions. especially because your girlfriend has preferences. Everyone has preferences. Yes, they it's do. just that they're too much of a pussy. To make their preferences known, especially eh, that's harsh language. Because sometimes I have tr- I have a problem pulling trigger. I no, admit. but not all the time. Not all the time, but, but sometimes she, I do. Because I guarantee you, she has preferences, and I guarantee you, it's probably fifty fifty. She's sitting there unhappy with what's going on. Oh, don't, don't do that. But don't she won't that. say don't anything. Do but she won't say anything, and she's gonna start to get mad at you for it. Yeah. So hundred percent. You got to get her making decisions, or at least telling you what she prefers, so that you can make educated decisions yeah. for the both of you. Because apparently she's too based on her likes. to say one way or the other. Because she won't pull the trigger. You pull the trigger for her. Hundred percent agree. We're gonna get into the sexing second question. Sex. Sexing question. Whoa. <laughs> well, it is a relationship advice se- Here we go. segment, but a uh, boyfriend sent me rules for our relationship. Rules. Run. My, yeah. My, Holy fuck. My boyfriend and I have been dating for a year. Whoa. It's over. It's over. And, See ya. and recently we're in a rough rules. patch. We don't want to break up. So I made the suggest of talking about this face to face. Easy. Fuck that. That's very big of you. Face to face and figuring out some things. So we meet up and right away he starts telling me that he feels the relationship is all on his shoulders and I barely contribute anything. Wow. I apparently don't compliment him enough. Text him quick enough. Pay for things and just make him feel not loved in general. Really? I didn't really know he felt this way, and it did hurt, so I apologized. Good. He told me he wants me to make it up to him. A week goes by, and I get more active texting him, and when we went out to dinner, I paid. I've been trying to change, but now he texts me again, saying I wasn't making him feel better, and that this isn't a relationship that he wants, and he sent me a list to follow to get back on track. Oh, this is the list. Another fucking well, oh, here's no, the no, list. No, I, oh, I gotta hear this. I gotta hear this. I, this is important because it, it completely depends on the spirit of this list. Yeah. I must send a good morning no. message oh, that is at least man. two paragraphs long. That consists of two compliments and a heart emoji. That's ridiculous. Can I ask a question? Two. If I can't reply within an hour of his text message, I have to call as soon as possible to explain why. This guy's fucking crazy. Three, I am not allowed to see my male friends anymore or even mention them until this gets worked out. Four, we have to talk on the phone four days out of the week. Five, I have to tell him I love him three times a day. Wow. I'm How fu- insecure are you? I'm fuming. I told him this is insane, and he said he doesn't know if we're going to work. Break up. Am I yeah. wrong here? Uh, Run. No, you're not wrong. Can I ask you a question? Who is, how much, this guy sounds like a hyper bitch. This girl sounds like a fucking dream to begin with. She's, so she's you, entertaining this. Yeah, she's entertaining That's this. That's bizarre. You mean to tell me you're big enough to sit down with him? When your relationship is having problems and you talk it out face to face, he 
expresses the fact the he expresses the fact that he's unhappy and he's specific about what he wants changed which is great because one person's unhappy this is what you need to do to make me happier and you do it which is great and boom then. so now you are both contributing you are doing what need, what you need to do to make him happy and apparently he's doing what he needs to do to make you you happy because you didn't complain and right? you still want to be in a relationship which is you want to be in a relationship with him wow. so now boom we're a good pair but apparently not because he's still unhappy. So now you two are just not a good fit. Yeah, and run. This is not run, out. run far, well, run fast. Need to break up. Run fast. Well, piggybacking on our first question. Can I ask one more thing? Yeah. Can the 11th question he, she has to ask every day is how's his vagina? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. <laughs> Menstruating constantly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's, it's, I'm not into like Make sure the pad so is not too big. Yeah. It's All like right? the Nile River down there. Oh, my he's God. He's the most insecure guy ever, huh? But piggybacking, I differ on this one. Piggybacking off our last question about being indecisive, this guy's decisive. He knows what he wants. He's a real go-getter, and he's not willing to make fucking compromises. You know who? You know who uh, makes insane. compromises? You know who negotiates commies I'm curious. and terrorists. I'm curious. I don't. We don't negotiate. With terrorists. These colors don't run, boy. Okay. Now I'm curious. I wonder if I like she his did list. something to make him that insecure. Yeah, but or there's, he's just, there's no, no dude, reason to be. I like that he has a list. Like, this no, guy, not. you I, like it. I like that he has oh, a list. This guy's God. a go getter. You keep what you keep doing, what you're doing, guy, and especially don't murder me when this podcast no, goes. He wrote yeah. demands like he's a fucking terror, like a hostage, like yeah. person who took hostages. Yeah, hostage negotiator. God, exactly, terrorist. I don't really think he's a good guy. I'm no. so scared. Yeah, you should be scared. <laughs> he's not, a psycho, not man. Out, you man. run from that dude. You're trying to be accommodating, send, and he's being unreasonable. If yeah. you send demands to your girlfriend, that's crazy. It is crazy. No, I mean, the first part, if you're having issues and you talk about the things you want to change, Conversations and she actually good. makes changes, that's great. What is this, okay? an Usher music video? We're working toward a healthier relationship, but, but. then he's like... I need these demands. These demands. Again, at least you're being specific, but now you're being a prick. If okay? not, if not, I kill the dog. I know. Like, what is, <laughs> yeah. what is, and if not, you're doing what you can to I make want, it work. You, I, just, or, you want, guys are not a fit. I want the 10 demands done in a week or I kill your dog. Maybe. He's psycho. Yeah, yeah. He's probably a psycho. You're talking he past each other. You feel fulfilled. Run. He does not. It's not working Run. out. Now, for the last question... This is a very serious, serious question. So I need you guys to put on your serious hats okay. because this is a real talk. Yep. How to exercise penis. Uh, dude, my I'm a personal trainer. I got you, buddy. My penis is small. Please help. Dick ups. Dick, Dick ups. ups. This is what I need you to do. I need you to take <laughs> my penis. I need how to you exercise all. penis. I've got you, man. My Listen, penis is small. You take, Please help. Okay. This is what you need to do. All right. You take a strip of leather. All right. <laughs> all right. And you cut a hole in either side. Okay. okay. Right. So now we've Following got a piece of leather with, with a hole two holes. Two sure holes. Either children end. Okay. turn off the podcast. Now. So then, no, no, it's fine. You need to hear this shit. Yeah. So then they want to exercise penises. I well. want you to take a bungee cord, all right, and uh. you loop it through a two and a half pound plate, <laughs> and then you loop it again through the two holes you've created. How the fuck right. do you know this? So now exercise I just said penis? dick ups. We covered this at length in the training course. <laughs> so now we've got a piece of leather and a bungee cable that is encircling. Right here through the holes. Okay? Through weights, yes. Through weights, exactly. A two and a half pound plate. So now, all right, you slap that little guy around. You get, <laughs> you get him f- at full attention. He's, he's at full okay? mast. Full what mast. the fuck are you guys talking about? All right, and now you We're put, trying to help this man. You slide, he wants to know how no to exercise penis. Help. So you this slide dude. this leather belt all the way down to the base of your hacking, all right? <laughs> your hacking balls? Your hacking balls. 
All right, and then you, you start doing me. dick I'm ups. Just drink so coffee. right at the base of operations. Yes. Now is this a pelvic thrusting motion? For the oh. least, for the least resistance, and the stronger you get, you slide that leather belt toward the end of your hocking. Uh. <laughs> and then you just do the dick ups, and there's no pelvic movement involved. This is entirely penis based. This is okay. all pe- you want to drive from the piece because one of the answers on here says flex muscles round ball sack. It moves penis. There you go. <laughs> no, all jokes aside, you, you know can't. guys have f- fucking entirely too much time. <laughs> you know, okay. get a full time fucking job. Run, just, up, run up your fucking credit cards like every other fucking American and go to fuck to work. That was far too detailed, and it does, it's not a thing. Mason's trying to help you out, though, homie. Oh, I appreciate dude, that. It's not a thing. Job. Unfortunately, I'm sh- I'm sure. Uh, I don't want to know how old he is because that can get into troublesome territory. Leave it alone. He's probably done growing, and if that's the case, dude, your dick is the size that it is. So leave it alone. I think he should uh, flex muscles around ball sack. It moves penis. <laughs> I think that's a good idea. Okay. I'm sure <laughs> that's the, for you, our listeners. The good news is you are much more critical of that than any woman you will be with will be. So. Top rated answer. My hubby exercises his penis by fucking me. <laughs> you, could, you could also stroke it really hard, yes. maybe. I don't know. There you hey, go. Hey, thank you, Karen L. There. For that. Karen, <laughs> you're the best. Now, those are true dick-ups. There I you fucking go. love it, dude. There's, Hash- a, there's a personal trainer every man should have. Hashtag dick on you, Karen. Yeah. I don't think that's going to increase his... Who cares? Size, Who? And you know what he'll say after that? Who cares? It doesn't matter. Well, Who this cares? has been the host of Cancel Won't Sleep. I'm nauseous now. This has been the <laughs> this has been the host of Cancel Won't Sleep, teaching you how to exercise Thank you, penis. Karen. Thank you, Karen. I'll draw a schematic for my leather belt thing mm. if you guys want. I was going to say, definitely do that. No. Yeah. Because that's a clip, baby. Dude, thank you guys for coming out today. Thank you, Insomniacs, for tuning in. What a podcast. I feel like every one of these is a journey. Dun, dun, dun. We're fucking, what's that game, um, The Settlers of Catan, where you just bring people on a journey and like half of them die of dysentery? That's basically what we do every time we podcast. The Oregon Trail. We're, yeah, the org. that's what it is. Yeah, wash Trail. your hands, bitch. But thank you guys for coming out. Remember, as always, subscribe if you want more content on the channel. It, it's coming no matter what you fucking do. See, I'm nice. Well, subscribe. Hit the yes. bell, too. We will check you guys out on the next Can't Sleep, Won't Sleep. Please stand by for further details. We return you now to your regularly scheduled program.